I'm Madeline Walter. I'm Ben Axelrad, and we're both hypochondriacs. I think I'm sick when I'm not. And anytime I'm sick, I think I'm a goner for sure. We're the hosts of Definitely Dying, the podcast that's a safe space for listeners and funny friends to talk openly about their medical dramas, both real and imagined. We're part of the UCB Comedy Podcast Network, with new episodes released every Tuesday. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever else you love to get your podcasts. Stay healthy. Uh, 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 Hello, and welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling Podcast, the podcast where comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I am live in studio. I'm your host, Dan Black, the host with the most, Donnie Kayfabe, a.k.a. Donsky Blackamora, a.k.a. the modern-day goof. Coming at you with another week of hot, hot wrestling action, baby. I'm dripping with sweat because it's heating up in the world of men and ladies fighting each other in a fake way. Hey, everybody, before we get into all the action, remember... Rate and subscribe to this podcast. Give it five stars. Tell your friends who that like wrestling or you know should be listening to this. Just s- spread the word. Tell them that we are a five star podcast, and give us five stars. Also, if you want to get your opinion on the show, you can cash in and leave your opinion. We'll play it on the show. The number is three one six five three zero two four two nine three sixteen five three zero two four two nine. Yeah, coming at you, Gabba Gabba. You really leaned into the announcer yeah. on the show. <laughs> I like to have fun with vocals to start it. All right. Hey, you know what it is, baby. It's time to play the game. <laughs> oh, man. This is the only podcast where we have fun with wrestling. Every other podcast. Here's my impression of every other wrestling podcast. You know, he just didn't, uh, he didn't sell, you know, he didn't, uh, he didn't sell on that punches, punches, um, he's getting weak with the punches and, uh, it's like, it's, no, just, I'm going to be the guy that talks <laughs> over you. <laughs> the only thing you're I missing mean, is like a loud, like, man, I gotta work on that. I gotta yeah. work on that. What's, what's the impression? It's just like, you know, the guys in the back, uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. Anyway, no, every other podcast, like a uh, wrestling podcast is like, uh, we're shooting on them. They Fuck go all them. They're like, uh, uh, no. Roman Reigns sucks. Well, first of all, you're too close to the mic. You need to be further away oh, from yeah. the mic. Roman Reigns sucks. And there's going to be a, like a refrigerator like... <laughs> yeah, because we're just recording on our iPhone in the middle of the table. <laughs> anyway, Roman Reigns rocks. All right, so uh, that's what we're saying. Roman, Roman Reigns rocks. Roman Reigns rocks. Roman Reigns rocks. No, look, listen, jabronis. I fucking... Let me tell you about something that happened this week. Okay. Okay. Oh, anyway, I'm here with Namaste Newman. Are you still like all zen out from Burning Man, or did you realize that that was a whole con to steal your money? Oh no, I'm. Uh, I've discovered the lotus, the diamond in the lotus. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. All right. So anyway, uh, <laughs> behold the jewel in the lotus. You just you shot on other wrestling podcasts last week, and it stuck. And it just stuck with me. <laughs> That was a moment of, of fear. Yeah. All right. Anyway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Were you scared of Bray Wyatt? Uh, that was a little creepy. Yeah. Uh, his uh, whole, it's I guess Bray he's going to be in makeup Wyatt. now. We can get to it, but. Bray Wyatt. <laughs> Bray 
like, I like his intro. Uh, yeah, anyway, his, his music's amazing. This podcast has jumped the shark. Okay? <laughs> this podcast has jumped the shark. And you know what? I don't give a shit. No, okay. I had an amazing moment this week where I think what I'm, why I'm bringing up the wrestling is just like, Sometimes I'm like, I think I like wrestling for a completely different reason. Than I think everyone thinks it's real fighting. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think I'm just like the convers. Sometimes there's conversations I'm having with people. I'm like, ah, oh, okay, yeah, all right. And I'm like, <laughs> why don't you just watch real sports? Right, right, right. Like I watch wrestling because it's like fucking creative. I watch it for the story. I love the Sheamus's mohawk. I like the right. guy's got a fucking mohawk that he, whatever he puts it, he puts Elmer's glue in that <laughs> shit so it stays up. The he has a match. Yeah. The thing doesn't move. I'm saying that I watch wrestling for Sheamus' mohawk. Fella. <laughs> <laughs> I like fucking ra jack dudes. I like seeing, yeah, I mean. Sweat. Yeah. Well, what mean, are people saying that makes you think that they think it's real? Well, I think the thing that's driving me nuts, and, and I didn't get to my moment, is that, like, I got so much shit for saying, like, Shinsuke will not work on the main roster, right. and now he's on the main roster, and he doesn't work right. for all the reasons that I said, and and it was like, yo, you you, you don't get it, man. That strong style is going to come up. He's going to give those knees, and it's like, no, oh, it's not. A, do you okay. know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's Sometimes it's so yeah. frustrating where, like, I, I'm in a conversation with a bunch of uh, smarks, yeah. not marks. Sparks, and I'm like silencing myself because my opinion can be semi embarrassing because sure, sure. I'm like I don't really think what Shinsuke is doing is going to translate. You right. know, I he's obviously amazing, like he has a lot of talent, but I was like, it's not it, WB is a whole different thing. Right? Do you know what I mean? Um, I'll say it right now. Adam Cole's size is a problem. Mm -hmm. He's small. He needs to beef up. Uh, let's see what he could do on the mic. Right. It, it will matter. Now, I, right now, I'll take heat because everyone's a Cole Mark. Right. But he, there's, I've seen this guy wrestle out here a lot, and I see he doesn't work on the mic. I see he's in a very, as a comedian, I know what it's like to do stand-up at UCB right. and do stand-up at uh, other venues. Right. And it's completely there at a club. Uh, when I and like these guys are doing stand up at UCB, yeah, they're at their home club when they're and they're in a completely new environment and there's different skills and there's different hats you have to wear. So sometimes I feel like I'm crazy when I say things. It almost makes me feel like I'm being like super negative, mm -hmm. but actually I don't mean it to be negative. I mean that like they need to add these tools to their arsenal to become a fully formed wrestler and become the kind of wrestlers I like, like The Rock, right. the most famous movie star in the fucking world, right? Who wears every hat, just like John Cena of right. talent. And is, and it, like is always filling in their arsenal. Like it's just like, where's my weakness, and how can I fix that? Right, right, right. You know, uh, it's like, yeah. So anyway, that's why I think it gets me like frustrated. Where you're like, this, the conversation is like run by right. opinions that are just louder, that are more pretentious. Yeah. You know, that makes sense. It's like, what do you mean the strong style? Like he's not actually. That's not. He's not hitting them. So how would strong style help him? Look, strong style is dope as fuck. Yeah, but if when both you go to New are, Japan, right? If both people are doing it, and right, and I go watch a Kenny Omega match, and I'm like, oh my god, these guys are they dead? Right. But when they're not going to be able to do that, you need more. And honestly, I prefer when WWE's at its height. I prefer that. Right. I prefer fully formed characters that are working and story that's operating at, at all cylinders. And so does everybody, because that's why we like Daniel Bryan. Right. Because his storytelling was incredible. Right, this right, is right. why Miz is getting over. The uh, storytelling is amazing. Yeah. 
So anyway, Your I just feel like I'm so fr- I, I gotta I mean I gotta follow and read different stuff. Right. You know I think I get sometimes I don't spread my wings a little bit. Anyway, shoot on me if you disagree. Um, but I got I got a, mo- a moment a more positive moment. I got a text message mm-hmm. out of nowhere. I'm out with my wife, notorious wrestling hater right. <laughs> for different reasons. What I'm complaining about, and I get a text. It just pops up on my phone. I'm looking at it. Uh, I'm actually at a stand-up show, and I'm I'm about to like go up, and I look at my phone, and I get a text message from Dan Saint Germain that just goes. It says, "Man, comma, wrestling is the best." (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, it was like I get that feeling all the time, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. I had that feeling this week, which we'll get into when uh, the Miz, Sheamus, and Cesaro moment. Yeah. Where they were just mocking the shield. Yeah, yeah. It's like, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. I love this, which we'll get into. Uh, but yeah. But truthfully, I don't get that feeling from things that are not story related. Right. The things that give me the feels are like Rollins cashing in. Right. You know? Yeah, <laughs> They're yeah. like, uh, yeah, like when Rollins, <laughs> everything's Rollins. Yeah. When Rollins came back. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, you're not going to get text. It's like, man, the Olympics are the best. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Why do you. Oh, my God. Amazing point, Newman. Why do you want wrestling to be the Olympics? Right. No one likes the Olympics. <laughs> People, I want Ron Artest to beat up the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> Our Meta World Peace. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Tresenko. Wait, is that the same guy? The guy who went and beat up the crowd. Is that who Ron Artest is? The Meta World Peace? Man, I don't know shit about wrestling. I like that he's got a fucking gimmick name. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he, uh, didn't he go into the... <laughs> look this up. Yeah. I watched that. It was one of the best things I ever saw. Oh, I remember that. He went... Uh, yeah, right? Uh, let's see. Ron Artest, <laughs> Brawl with the Pistons players and fans. Yeah, I have a, <laughs> like four videos, different different videos you popped you up. Got, uh, yeah, you got, yeah. Uh, he goes, he just literally like beats up a fan. Anyway, and then they all start beating the shit out of like the front row. All right, anyway, uh, I'm oh, sorry. That's yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Metal World Peace. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, he's, yeah. He's, there's a picture of him just sucking some dude right in the face. Why does he have a fucking and gimmick also, name? <laughs> I guess I'm getting into all of it. But yeah, he's got a gimmick. Why does name. he have a gimmick name? Because he's a worker. Oh, Listen, fuck. um, uh, and let me tell you something else. Here's another hot take: is that I think fucking Enzo killed it this week. Yeah, I thought yeah. Enzo rocked this. I think what they're doing with Enzo is dope. Um, and also, if you want to shit on Enzo, be like, oh, whatever. Which I actually have shit on Enzo, but I'm just saying that dude is a guy who has a talent that. So many of these wrestlers that everyone loves, they don't have it. Right. <laughs> like, whether you hate him, you like him. I mean, he changed his outfit a little bit. They tweaked the writing. They It wasn't working. They tweaked it a little bit, and then yeah. now it's working. Yeah, yeah. Because that's that's how captivating he is. Anyway, all right. What's up with you, man? I just came out hot. Did I come out hot? Yeah, yeah. You're came out hot, yeah. Got, yeah, your, yeah, yeah, yeah. got your hot brew going. Uh, no, man, I'm good. I'm like uh like I said, I'm just kind of, you know, vibing out with the universe. And- yeah. All right. But what about wrestling? What about I mean, wrestling? Have you become fucking useless here? I mean, are you going to comment about the wrestling stuff I said? Or are you going to talk about vibing out on the well, universe? Well, no. I mean, I agree. I think um, I, as far as Enzo is concerned, uh, I'm wondering if now that, because I guess Cass is injured, yeah. right? So if they're both heels now, then why aren't, why wouldn't they get back together? Well, we're jumping around, but let's just stick on Enzo. Because yeah. look, 
he was the main event two weeks in a row right. on Raw. So yeah, it's fine. Uh, it's not probably not the most main thing to talk about this week, but yeah. Uh, what are you saying? Well, I'm saying like uh, the um, like with. So like, what did he do you this week? If he's heel or if he's heel, if he's uh, heel, heel or, or face, if he's no, if he's heel now, right? He's obviously a heel, uh, and Cass is a heel. But I, I like it. I don't know what he is. Like he's a heel in a traditional sense that he's cheating to win, right? But also he's a face because he's now the underdog. Right. They're all like teaming up on him, and even the man, like the you know, everyone is out to get him. Right. And it is true that like, hey, you all booed me. Everyone liked me. Now you all turn on me, and now I'm the champion. And it's just like everything he's saying is true. It's like right cruiserweight was the snoozerweight division. You all stink. He went around the ring insulting all of them. Yeah, but then he insults the audience too, right? Which is like, yeah. So, but here, so he's definitely bleeding into heel. But so. He's not going to sell. So, like, it still feels like they're punishing him, like, for some reason. Because if he's a heel, there goes his, like, merch. He's like, works better right. as a face yeah. in terms of the business because he's he's a guy who sells merch. Right. Who, what, what heels, what heels sell merch? They don't really even get merch. I know that, you know, that's so, that's, uh, so that's feels a big like thing in wrestling. It's like, Punk is the first time I ever heard that, where he was like, I went heel, I agreed to go heel, and that means I'm going to take a big hit on my merch. Yeah. And I was like, is that real? Like, I it guess it must be. Yeah, and so it, that's why it still feels like they're punishing him for some reason, because he comes out, well, he's a, he's he's mean to the crowd. Right. Uh, so it's just the kids were like, I don't, he's mean, I don't want his shirt. Yeah. Right? Yeah, which is what all of this is for. Uh, and uh, Why are kids so fucking dumb? <laughs> Can we just fix kids? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and so I don't know what they're doing with him. I like it, but from that angle, it's like it still seems he comes out, he gets clowned, he gets beat up by Strowman. Yeah, they take turns teeing off on him after he, you know, makes fun of him. Do so you you think the company is punishing him? I think so. I feel like how could they be punishing him? He has the belt. He's they're beating him up, but I mean. He uh, even if they're punishing him, it's working. Right. He cut that promo where he said nothing to <laughs> Renee. That was fucking hilarious. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He like just stared off in yeah. the distance. <laughs> it beat him up. A, a guy who's the champion but is constantly getting his ass kicked right. is like dope. Yeah. It also is the only way, believably, to make him a champion. And he is the marquee cruiserweight. Right. Like that's just the reality. Um, yeah. Well, I guess it just seems like kind of a mismanagement of like now because like. They make now they make the rest of the cruiserweights seem even more jabroni, right? Because he comes in, he's a cheater. He's everything he says about them, calling it the snoozer weight. Yeah, like uh, the fact that they say, you know, oh, you're here because no one else wanted you, makes the cruiserweight division look like shit. Yeah. Uh, so it just seems like they're trying to figure out, but they're kind of laying to waste a lot of things in the process. It's a fi- I, I, I imagine if I'm fucking Noam Dar, right, right, um, and I'm. Uh, uh, an, an Irish Israeli, right. <laughs> whatever that guy is. Yeah, I'd be pretty frustrated. This guy just is shitting on this division that I'm signed to. Right. Totally get it. But everything he's saying is true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like it is true. It's like it's hitting the it's it's hitting a, a, a true card. I don't like when Miz shits on the cruiserweights. Right. But if the cruiserweight champion wants to like knock the cruiserweights for like not bringing not bringing up the houses and like not getting eyes on the show and it's like you hate me it's just good writing yeah yeah it makes you know sense. Yeah. I, I think it doesn't mean that like uh, and like th- the reality is like there's not any stars in that division right 
Like Rich Swan was trying to like dance. It's true. <laughs> it doesn't work. Like it, those guys are not getting any heat. So this is a way to get eyes on the division. Yeah, they've had enough time. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It's it's just a hunch. I don't know. It just seems like they still are sort of. And also, I actually, I, also, I think it's a good point. I think you're making a really good point. I think from my perspective, if I'm in that writer's room, gun to the head, yeah. I'm pulling the trigger on that writing. There's also there's also something else at play that might be a possibility is that a friend of mine, a friend of mine and I were talking about this, the concept of there may be like a new kayfabe at work where... He, I don't know how much of like Enzo getting kicked off the bus and him being like bringing people backstage and all that heat he was getting uh, for, like in real life is actually real. Because what tipped me off to is the fact that if that's true, why would they work that into the writing of his character that he's obnoxious like that and make him a bad guy? Because if they wanted him to not be that way backstage, why would they turn that up? In his character, okay. so it almost seems you're getting like, into some Alex Jones territory. Hey man, here. hey look, they got, they got <laughs> FEMA camps where they're building. No, I, I just, <laughs> I think we should have an Alex Jones segment. Yeah, Alex yeah. Jones wrestling segment. <laughs> yeah, uh, Finn Finn Balor's an actual demon. <laughs> Alex the Body Jones. He's the demon. Oh, I love. I've that. read the papers. Right. I've seen the papers. I've talked about them. I've read all the papers. Yeah. Finn Balor is a demon, trans dimensional demon. <laughs> he's got a to the next live show. Oh, okay. I think so. Alex yeah. Jones talks about wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Info Kayfabe Wars. Yeah. <laughs> Info Monday Night Wars. Oh man, that's fucking funny. Um, so yeah, you know what? Look, we're who getting, knows? It's only you know. well, look, let's think about recent history here. I think it's interesting. Is that like so? Um, there something happened with Miz that I can't remember. Oh, it's something about him begging them to hire Maurice that came at the storyline. Mm -hmm. And then we had JBL with the bullying. And we had a couple of things that affected Kayfabe in a way. Yeah. I guess JBL, that's not a great example because he left. But and, and it is interesting. How much of that information do they control? That's what I'm saying. Now, I, me and Arlen Marmel, uh, heel of the program, um, who is, uh, we got we to gotta hope that he doesn't come back. But yeah. um, he... Uh, <laughs> He thinks I get worked a lot. Mm -hmm. He's like, yo, you think they don't control any of this? We His argument to me that we got into was he thinks that they controlled so much more of the Daniel Bryan story than we let on. And I, I think no. Right. I think like, I'm like, yo, maybe I'm naive, but I really think Vince was like, got Batista and, uh, Roman, and Randy Orton. It's a big main event for 30. Right. Like, I really think that. And then he didn't see, I, I think Daniel Bryan was like a happy accident for him. Um not that they didn't have big plans for Daniel Bryan, but they didn't think he was going to win the belt at Mania at 30. Right. And I think I, he thinks they didn't put him on the Rumble to get everyone wild up. He thinks it's all mm. all a work. Right. I don't give them credit like that. I have a feeling they just like fall into things. Right, right, right. The Enzo thing, I think, I, just just my, how my brain works. I don't think they planned like, hey, let's get him to like, let's. If anything, he did some stuff backstage, and they're like, hey, let's release it. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. That's just me though. They, well, we don't know. I mean, I, you yeah, know, we don't know. I'm just saying there is a possibility. I just that... think first off, I like Enzo did a minor tweak on his look this week. He went a little. Black. He did all like kid and play. Oh, no, yeah. he wore like qu like quilted like nineties oh, like right. house party. Yeah, and he wore like kind of like uh, he wore like a John Lennon like glass like yeah. sunglasses and like his like you know New York City phase or right. whatever. Uh, and so anyway, he uh, I thought 
Yeah, I don't know. I thought that he. Yeah, I don't know if he's. It just is working for me. Right. They all keep beating up on him like uh, he's cheating to win. Yeah, he's with that behavior. He's gonna eventually go heel. But as long as he's striking a chord of like, hey, I'm the I'm the draw in this division. Right. I think it's good. Yeah. I think he's in trouble because he can't have a captivating match. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's not but like I feel like work. he's here to stay. You could say the same shit about Miz. Miz is able to have a good match now. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not going to be, um, he's not going to be like Okada or whatever. But, right. you know, I, I don't know. I think Enzo, look, what I said about Enzo, he needs to be more three-dimensional. And we're taking steps towards that. Sure. He's not coming out just doing the catchphrase, right. saying only like one-liner jokes that are just references to like Jay-Z and like Sinatra. Right. He's, it's becoming more than that, and it's working more for me. But it's interesting because people are really against it. But I don't know if they're against it. It feels like everyone's against it in a way where they're kind of getting worked. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, oh, he's he's just being a jerk. I mean, <laughs> do you really want Enzo fired? No. Do, right? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, do we want him? We're like, ah, he sucks. Do we want him fired? There are guys where I'm like, let's fire this guy. Right. This guy sucks. Yeah. Like, who, uh, Eric, who, who's someone who I like? Eric Rowan? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he doesn't even affect the program, right. so it's like whatever. Yeah. But like, if they fired Baron Corbin, I'd be completely fine sure. with that. Right. Like, he does nothing for me. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, see, right? Like, yeah. And he's like a pretty main event dude at this point. Right. Not main event, but he's like, right? Like, he's gets, he gets 20 minutes of airtime every week. Yeah. All right. Got a pay-per-view match with Cena somehow. I don't know what that... <laughs> well, anyway. Okay, so... Yeah, I like what's going on with Enzo. I think it's cool. What Did I take a note about this? You hear about this? <laughs> you hear about this? You read about this? You heard about this? Uh, yeah, I just think... That's my main thing. It's just like, do you know... Like, do, you, do we understand how hard it is to do what Enzo does? Like, he goes out there in front of 30,000 people. Yeah. Or, like, 20,000. <laughs> so maybe, like, a 20,000-person arena. I maybe think it's like, way less. It's, like, most, probably 3,000 people. Most of those arenas are 12,000 people. Right. right like, right. they hold 12,000. Right. Well, right now, particularly, they're small. Yeah. But he's, like, just in and there by himself. Yeah. And he's pretty entertaining and captivating. He makes that... I, I just feel like we underestimate that. Like, you think about some of the biggest stars, ever, like, Batista... That guy's like a bumbling fuck nut when you give him the mic. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. And like some people are like he's one of the best ever now. Right. Like this, you know. Well, even just I mean, you don't have to go that that far. It just casts. Like like right. Like awful. Ah. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, like yeah. I'm. It's okay if you can't wrestle if you got the gift of gab. Right. The <laughs> X factor. Yeah. Anyway, cool. Uh, I, I keep in mind I'm not the biggest Enzo fan. Right. Because you are Enzo. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. It's too similar to me. <laughs> Don't dig it. Don't <laughs> dig it. Okay, moving on. Anyway, so, uh, all right, so let's talk about this fucking, let's just get into the whole shield thing. Yeah. So, uh, let's just start from the, let's uh, go to the, start from the end. All right. The Roman, the, 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 she, the just straight up shield tease. Right. Not even how being you, shy about it. Yeah. How did you feel about the fact that um, they clearly are going there? They've showed you they're going there. Yeah. It's not really that. It seems like they don't really do stuff like that. They don't end the show with like, "Hey, here's a shot of what." Like, it's a four. It's. Yeah. I mean, look, it's as foreshadowy as wrestling can be, right? Because it's, it's so, uh, it's so blatant that yeah. I would calling it foreshadowing is like poetically generous. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's not yeah. foreshadowing. It's 
here's um it's like expect this yeah. it's more like a, a script leak right yeah, more, yeah, yeah. you know um but how do you feel about the fact that it's like hey one thing that, that, of a trend going on in wrestling right now is like we're, we're not like surprising you right we're leaking what we're gonna do we're showing you what we're gonna do we're we're teasing it we're giving you the expectation yeah i understand why they do it um, because they want to make sure that people are going to tune in. Like they know that John Cena is going to come back or they know Oscar's going to be there or they know, so they're going to tune in for that or they know the Shield's going to reunite, so they watch for that. But right. I do But is the miss... Shield reuniting a, an actual draw for people? Yes. Yeah, I okay, think so. all right. All right, all right. Um, but I do miss the, uh, the, the pop of like somebody coming back or somebody coming up and not expecting it. AJ Styles in the Royal Rumble. Uh, uh, um, Jericho coming back. Right. Uh, I, I wish that they Which would. Time? Every, like every, every, every three time. Months? Every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When he comes back again, when Jericho comes yeah. back again, yeah. whatever building they're in is going to melt. Didn't you he know? do a match like a week, like a couple weeks ago? Yeah, yeah, He yeah, did yeah. one and then that was it. Right. Right, right, right. But when he comes back for good. But my, yeah. my point is I do miss, like I do kind of wish that it would happen without anybody kind of knowing about it. Um, with the Shield reunion, though, I wonder how permanent it's going to be. I think they have bigger plans for Roman than the Shield getting back together. Uh, and I'm hoping that he turns on them. Yeah. That's my wish. That, he, that Roman does? That Roman, like, they... I they, think Roman's not going heel ever. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm just saying what I hope happens is him, like, brushing them off afterward. Truly, we're in the zone where there's no reason for Roman to go heel because right. he already no... is. He cuts heel promos. He is a heel who, like, if you got, he's in the zone where he could sell merch and be a heel. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But do you think that he's gonna? There's. We're in a zone where there's no reason for him to be in the shield. Either. Well, what I think is gonna happen is no. But the reason they showed you the reason. The reason is Sheamus and Cesaro. Right. Now there's a reason. Right. Because he could take on the Stooges. He could take on a. Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel. Right. Those guys are like jabronis. Um, but when, oh, now you have legitimate guys right. who are like part of the Miztourage, which we'll see where that goes. Um, I would say that, yeah, that, in that case, it's like now he needs, but the, what they're teasing is like now he needs a real backup. Right. Which, by the way, I love all of this. Yes. I love all of this. It's really well done. It's well done. It's. It's fun. It's storytelling. Yeah. It's like um, return to stables. It's yeah. kind of what everyone's been. So I think what they're going to do is the Shield will reunite, and they're going to stay together till through Mania. Okay. That's, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, but I think that's going to kind of be like, yeah, the Shield. Yeah, the Shield's going. I think like 2018 is going to be like the year of the Shield uh, again. Right. Right. You know, right. they're going to have like in, this incredible year. They'll probably use it to try to build up. Ambrose again, right. you know, Rollins. You don't need to build up Rollins. All he does to do is just win the title, and mm -hmm. then he's everyone will love him again or turn heel. Like he, you know, man, the uh, shield, and then hopefully they get the club together, and then the Miz Taraj is there, and then they do something with I don't fucking know. Every, just everybody should just keep team up. There should be yeah, everybody should be on teams of four to five. Well, if you have guys like the Miz and Ziggler and guys who are just like, hey, like we're just we're like. Classic talents, right? Yeah, <laughs> like you could do all that. The problem is the split shows. What right. do you do in, with a split, a split stable? You know, like yeah. I felt like when they split Gallows and Anderson and AJ, like they were just getting 
revved up. Yeah. You know? And AJ's so good that all his booking was so weird, but he still got over because right. he's so good. Although AJ feels a little buried right now. But again, we're not in the most exciting time right now. That's why we're kind of like analyzing because we're in like a we're laying bricks right. for the road, you right, know, right. to mania. Right now, we're just I don't know anything about construction, but we're doing the thing before you lay bricks. We're putting signs <laughs> up that says don't park here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Well, we're sending out right now. We're giving like um, we're giving a notice to the neighborhood that right. like we're going to be paving the road right. now. So like prepare for that. Tell your in-laws not to visit. Yeah. Um, OK. Do they say that? Tell your in-laws not to visit. Yeah. That's part of that's a municipal job, telling uh, in-laws not to visit. Anyway, so I think it's super good. Um, all right, so is is the, the question is Sheamus and Cesaro? That was kind of a curveball. Yeah. First off, their new shirt is dope. I uh, didn't see it. Oh yeah, it's good. Bring it up. Good. Are, are you talking about the Cesaro the, one? The Cesaro. The Sheamus Cesaro. Shirt. Did you see that one? Oh, the Thwith Superman? That one I saw. Or also, Thwith Cyborg? Thwith, yeah, Thwith Cyborg. <laughs> I did see that. That's not the one I'm talking oh, about. But that shirt I don't like because yeah. I don't like that image. It's Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, it's a funny that they did it. It's like, funny, but I would. Yeah. Do, can you buy it on the. Yeah. Is it a WB shirt? It's a real shirt. shirt. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's a real shirt. Uh, do you have that shirt? The bar? Uh, it's hey, a, the it bar up. shirt. It's, I, I don't know. I, I like it. I mean, I, 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 it's not. It's buyable merch, sure. but I'm not going to buy it. I mean, just as a quick aside, I really like the, speaking of Adam Cole, the Undisputed Era, his shirts in NXT. Yeah, those are the, wearable. the Bobby Fish. And, yeah. Is it Bobby Fish? Is it they? Bobby Fisher. Yeah. Bobby Fish. <laughs> Bobby Fisher, the chess player. He's a dope wrestler. Um, so the one was like, uh, it's an- The two I, dudes. Yeah. I can't turn my monitor on the oh, way. Oh, yeah, yeah. That is that is pretty fun. I don't know. I thought it looks cool on them. I haven't really looked close at it. Um, I think they wear like stupid rings that have like a bar on it, being like that's the bar, like the physical bar, right? Like the manifestation this of one. a. Yeah, I think it looks yeah. cool. Yeah, it's cool. Um, anyway, so it's fifteen bucks. Oh, today only. Today only, except for when tomorrow, <laughs> it's still on sale. Yeah, so I think uh, it's a good. I, I, anyway, I think it's like is James and Zara going to be like the new Miz? Taraj, or are they all going to be? Is it going to be like the? Are they building like all these guys around Miz to bring up Miz? Build up Miz. I think it would be cool if if there were if the Miz Taraj added the two of them. Yeah, because uh, I don't want I don't want them to get rid of Bo Dallas and Axel. Uh, uh, Axel Rose, Axel Rose, Kurt, <laughs> yeah. Kurt, uh, Kurt Axel. Well, it's kind of cool if there's like tiers of on of the Mister right. <laughs> Like the, these are like the, the yeah, I yeah. love that. I would just I would just would feel bad because like they're such. I mean, they're third generation wrestlers. I would hate for that to like for them to just like fizzle away oh because God. something else. You know, can you imagine when Maurice she's gonna give birth? Yeah, and then she's gonna like. Like if she's gonna wear the baby, like how fucking awesome that would be if they like bring the baby bring out, the baby, yeah. Like as Miz like kisses his they baby have a fake, before his they match. They have a fake baby she can throw at his opponent. I mean, is that is that? <laughs> I mean, that'd be great, but that's too far. But do, do you? Oh uh, well, it, like she, as a distraction, as here's a, distraction, a fake baby. He's like, oh, oh, the baby, yeah. and then he gets oh, she, kicked. She squirts breast milk. <laughs> <laughs> like to uh, Jerry, just uh, like, <laughs> in the eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love that. But do you do you think it's like child abuse to like bring your kid to like a wrestling arena? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, he has a baby. I mean, like the decibels alone would just blow its brains out. <laughs> I, they, people have brought babies to UCB shows. Yeah, it's always kind of weird. That's a bad move. Don't bring your babies places. No one wants People to see your baby. Like, there was one woman, one time we were doing uh, uh, Death by Ruru show, like Saturday night show at UCB, and someone like had a baby that was born that week 
it, and they had it in the stroller, like yeah. pushing it back and forth. <laughs> and just like started crying during the show. It's fucking inconsiderate, fucking dude. Insane. Like, they're insane. They're like, uh, this is so tangential. But like, yeah. I, I I see. So I used to work in an animal hospital. So I yeah. see when I see people with like puppies out, like a like a little puppy who's just born, and it's like they like they're walking around Hollywood with it. I'm like, that's a dead dog. Like that dog's <laughs> gonna die in three months because it's too young to have its shots. You have it outside around other things. It's gonna get fucking parvo and die because you're a moron and you want to have people be see your dog, your puppy. And it's the same thing with their babies. I want to take my baby to a fucking comedy show leave it get a babysitter or don't go out you think we could have a heel called parvo <laughs> who, just, who kills puppies just kills puppies with it's parvo is like ebola for dogs like they shit, no, no, yeah, they shit and bleed until they die yeah 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 i know i know all about parvo uh it's yeah anyway uh, i don't want to talk about parvo uh <laughs> so all right all right, uh, yeah. So all that stuff's really cool. I, I love. I mean, Miz's acting is so oh, fucking fun. He's so good. He's yeah. He's so good. They clearly are like building up around him. They're like, I don't know. I think they have big plans for Miz, which I hope is so. great. Yeah, it's dope. Um, uh, all right, yeah. Let's uh before we move on from Reigns, we got to cash in. Oh, okay. let's get let's get let's get into this cash in. Uh, it's about Reigns. What's up, Jabroniacs? My hmm? name is Aaron Finnerty. Hey. Uh, I'm cashing in for the second time based on popular demand. <laughs> um, I've been thinking lately about Dan and Alex's discussion of Cassius Ono's body type and being a fat guy in the ring. And first of all, I think he's hot and he should be a fat guy in a ring. Um, I read a thing recently in GQ that 53% of women prefer a little extra pudge on a man. Okay, and yeah, to noted. this point, Roman Reigns' fan base has been predominantly like moms, I feel like. <laughs> My mom and, thinks he's so hot. Uh, I think that he should theoretically lose the vest. However, my real concern now is that a he may have some sort of body dysmorphic <laughs> disorder, mm -hmm. or B, and almost worse, that it's going to be really uncomfortable and awkward and weird when he does take the vest off unless he's really fucking jacked under there, which I don't think that he is. So I, I'm kind of leaning towards leave the vest on at this point. Um, I don't know. So Danny may have to wear that Velcro replica vest in perpetuity. Shit. Anyways, it's 9.01 a.m. on October 3rd, Captain's Log. Signing off. Wonderful. Wow. Wonderful. Finally. Infinity, yeah. Yeah, cashing in for the second time. I remember the first cash in. That was, uh, guys, that's how it's done. Yeah. That's how a cash yeah. in is done. That great was sound quality. Sound quality was great. Ooh. Yeah. It was very insightful. Yeah. Thinking about the fact that, like, a listener has to listen to this, not just going into business for yourself. Right. Referencing things from the show. Not being afraid to disagree, although I don't remember my point on Chris Hero's body. Right. I'm sure it wasn't nice. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I think, uh, I mean, I think one thing Aaron said is interesting is that like at this point, is yeah. that it's like, yeah, that's the problem. It's like we have this like thing with Reigns like, oh, I guess at this point, and yeah. like, I guess at this point, but like, hey, the Jinder Mahal got his shit together. Right. Yeah. Get, get his shit together. I was what I something popped into my head when she, when she was talking like what do you think about if he wore you remember how like the Undertaker when he started getting kind of pudgy he had like that that like midriff thing that kind of came up it's like a girdle like a girdle what if he wore something like that who are we talking about Reigns 
Brains? Vest off, but it still has like a little bit of that girdle coming up. Like, like Undertaker style. You know, the thing with the, the problem is this. The pro- I know what you're saying. The problem is that the vest is, look, all right. You guys, everyone knows I'm anti-vest. Yeah. The vest is a cool look, mm-hmm. right? Like, it does look like military. Right. It is cool. So it's going to look, It's if he switches to something else, it's going to look less cool. Even when he comes out with the t-shirt cut like a vest, yeah. I'm like, oh, he looks less cool. You know, than yeah. like the Teflon, it looks like he's about to go bomb right. some fucking third world country. You know, right. like that looks cooler. The only thing that looks cooler than that. Is looking dope in undies. Right, 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 right. If you come out and you look like you got a, like a killer physique and you look like Goldberg, yeah. you're like not. You know, Goldberg looked good now. He just wore like he wore like a diaper and everything. Right. <laughs> uh, the trim was awful. Yeah. I mean, God. He also was wearing an affliction jacket. Well, some of the worst fashion yeah. ever. That guy Goldberg. He's too busy like beating his son. To, Jesus uh, Christ. <laughs> I mean, he was weird about his son. He was weird about his son. He was yeah. too militant about his son. Like, yeah. yo, let this kid. Uh, he made him come up here with no shirt on to fight. Oh, the shame rain. him. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. Uh, anyway, yeah. So I think I know what you're saying. Like, I almost lean towards him keeping it on. Also, right. if he's not gonna be able to get into the shape he needs to be into. Yeah. But. I think he could be in semi like mediocre shape like The Rock always was if he just wears the undies. Right. If you go all the way classic wrestler, you can never no one can ever give you shit for coming out in trunks mm-hmm. and boots. Right. Because then yeah. you're like, yo, I'm then you're just saying like I'm a wrestler. See, people like to shit on Randy Orton. I got so much respect for Randy that he comes out every week and he's always in that shape. John Cena didn't even have the nuts to like show his butt cheeks like that. He always was like, hey, I'm... And there's times where Randy, you can see he's a little out of shape. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Right. He's like, this is what a wrestler does. Right, 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 He right, respects right. the business. Yeah. I, 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 There's something about it I like. Stone Cold, The Rock, those guys have the same mentality also, and those are my guys. So yeah. are those bad guys to like? I don't no. know. Um, uh, yeah, I mean... Randy Orton, other guys come into the ring, like he's wrestling guys like Kevin Owens, they're, you know, right. and he's like, yo, I'm... Like, yeah, well, I'll tell you. Here's the main. Here's why that vest is not going to come off of Roman Reigns. It's because it's merch. If it's a look that they can sell, <laughs> that I've bought. Case in point, that you're wearing <laughs> that vest is going nowhere, baby. Uh, He's going to wear it forever. Yo, speaking of the bar, uh, which is like uh, the the whole Sheamus is always like the bar. We move the bar. Yeah. And then uh, I watched a whole Michelle Obama thing mm-hmm. where she was talking about the bar, <laughs> um, and she was just like, the bar was so much higher for her, for us, mm-hmm. Obama. He's like, we did all the things that everyone wanted, yeah. And then they just moved the bar. Right. You know what I mean? It's like now we're bad, and it's just like look how far the bar is. Like look how low the bar is now. Right. Right. So the concept of the bar is very interesting. Uh, I think that uh, Reigns has moved the bar where you're like, all right, uh, like it's like okay, if he just if he just does this, like right. if he just okay, if he just uh, cuts like one promo, like I'll be right. into. And I I I just want to say I recognize that right. that I like Reigns under the influence of the bar moving. Sure. Okay. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, whatever. Okay. Anyway, the, what I'm going to say is too tangential. So let's stick on it. And I, I don't want to move too far away from Aaron's point. Her, so I don't know what my point about Cassius Ono was. I think we were both just saying, like, take, well, my point is take 
Weren't we all saying he should wrestle with no shirt? Yeah, just just, just like, be a fat guy. Because right now it's just he's just clearly hiding it. Yes, that's it. I think that was what our point was. Just take it off and be a fat guy in trunks. Just do it. Who cares? Right. Yeah. Because he's awesome wrestler. Right. And, and uh, I think Aaron was saying she thinks he's hot. Like he's a handsome dude. Sure. Yeah. He's just a guy who has a traditionally like heavier build or right. whatever. Like even there's even if he works out forever and juices <laughs> his face off, he's not gonna look like gender. No, 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 no. And you know it, yeah. I mean? like, it just right now with the with the the jersey on, like he looks well, like, like Finn. Finn yeah. is like a perfect bod. Right. He has like little. He has like his abs look like little uh, White Castle hamburgers. Yeah, I, I just want to say this combo is amazing. <laughs> this is exactly what I'm talking about. This is what I want to talk about. You don't have to listen. I want to talk. <laughs> I look at these guys. I'm counting Finn's abs yeah. every week. Finn is like it looks a little too like he's like has no body fat. He looks like too breakable sure. for me. Yeah. he doesn't look tough. Oh yeah, but he looks like a. He looks know, like a, you know that like you could you could. You could throw like a grain of rice at his chest, and it would bounce back at you uh, yeah. like a bullet. He's, <laughs> he's not tough, jacked. No, he's like um, he's Arlen jacked. Arlen jacked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, what were you gonna say? No, I, I'm just looking it up, and he looks like such a like a normal guy, right? You know, like he he's has a like guy, a big he's super nimble, incredible talent. He looks like Jeff Bridges in uh, Big Lebowski. Oh, he's like <laughs> I think it's also that he's six four. But I guess he, I see your point. Yeah, it says he's six four two seventy, but wow. it makes sense when you see him up against someone like Randy Orton, who is six three, but he's completely ripped. So I guess yeah. I see your point now. Yeah, listen, man, I I is who I is, man. Yeah, I, I'm never gonna discredit what Randy Orton looks like. Right. The perfection of a man. Uh, he might be a jerk. He might be boring. Uh, he's also such a natural heel. I was listening to him on Edge and Christian's podcast. I listened again, and he's just like, oh, I'm just getting so sick of this. Uh, like of this heel thing, yeah. Like he's like of this of this face thing. He's like you know he's like baby face. He yeah. hates being a baby face. I bet. Yeah, he's such a baby. He's <laughs> such a whiny little bitch. <laughs> it clearly affects his work. Like he's like you could tell Randy Orton is so like he's blinded by like all the Namaste Newman shit. Like he's like he's like a uh, all lives matter. Like he's he's like whoa 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 whoa. What? All lives matter is not a Namaste Newman. Point of view. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying he would benefit from it if he had like one. Oh, ounce, oh, oh, I get it. If he, had I get like, it. If, he if he took one yoga class, right. he would be a better person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, clearly yeah. is a guy who's like he can't he can't like appreciate what he has. Sure. And when he says it, he's lying. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's almost as if he's uh, never experienced any adversities in entire life. <laughs> uh, which he has. Yeah, he has. He has. Oh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. All, right, all right, we're getting into so much stuff. Yeah, so the Shield stuff's going great. Yeah. We'll see where this goes. We're clearly building here. I could see uh, I could see uh, maybe a Miz sneaky Rumble win this mm. year. That could be super interesting. Yeah, I mean, any, any success that he has, he deserves a thousand times over. Yeah. Or any push that he gets, any attention that they give him, he, yeah. Not that he even needs it, he just deserves it. Yeah, I just I don't want to see Roman Lesnar at Mania. I'm hoping that's not the plan. Yeah, I mean it. it all signs are pointing to it being the plan, but I really hope it's not. I I don't care if Lesnar's the champion, but then I want to see Lesnar Miz. Right. I want to see I want to see Lesnar Rollins. I want to see like something different. Yeah, I think you even said this like Lesnar Miz, and then Miz cheats and beats Lesnar somehow. Yeah, <laughs> and it would make so much sense, and people would go insane. They would yeah. go insane. And it would even imagine if Lesnar, uh, he sneaks, Miz sneaks a, a a sneaky Rumble win. Yeah, and then Lesnar just 
beating him up all the time. He comes into the he comes into like the main event just like battered and yeah. bruised, taking F5s every week. Lesnar's not even cutting promos on him. He's just picking him up and giving him an F5. And then well that's like basically what they did to like the Ambrose storyline. Just the match didn't yeah. match the match didn't fit the story. Right. And then he comes in and he's and then Miz and then Maurice sprays fucking breast milk in <laughs> Lesnar's face. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes down for the three, and it's over. Oh, my God. And then Sable comes out and oh. uh, steals the baby. <laughs> <laughs> Look, this is what I'm into. You guys don't have to like it. Uh, all right, we got to move on just for a bunch of stuff. But, uh, uh, hey, I want to say something. Am I getting worked that I think Mickey James earned this title shot by how good she was last week? Oh, um, you think this was the plan? Yeah, I mean, I think I don't really remember her. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. I don't get the like, oh, Mickey James is back type of stuff. Um, but I think that that's kind of what it is, where it's like they're she can't she can't be long for this for this division. I think that I mean, she's clearly not like staying, right. but I, I first of all, I have no problem with her winning that belt. Sure, I have no problem with it. Like, she's already been a champion. Why not? Uh, I think people would like the like uh, the story of like her coming back. Everyone calling her old. Right. I think it's like I think ages ages ageism yes. is a big big problem. Mm-hmm. But we don't have the time. We don't have the we don't have the energy in the society. We could have easily yeah. if uh, we made a couple of better choices. Uh, it, it's something. It's like p- people shit on people for their age all the time. So the fact she's like only forty. Right. She's in incredible shape. Yeah. She's a mom. Right. It's like oh yeah, you're old. They're throwing walkers at her. Why not have a win clean? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. I wouldn't be against it. Uh, I just. Um it's just Oscar's on the. It's just Oscar. Prowl. Yeah, exactly. But who cares? Oscar can come in and just beat Mickey James in the first match. In yeah. the, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, all right, all right. Let's uh, let's move on to SmackDown. Wait, whose entrance music is this? I don't recognize this song. Oh, it's time. Everybody knows it's time to talk about Okay, all right. Uh, it's great every time. Yeah, the, the fans man. love it. They love it. No, yeah, so, um, okay, so let's just talk about Shinsuke. Yeah. I mean, that segment sucked so bad, mm-hmm. the Shinsuke gender segment. Now, I, I was hard on Shinsuke earlier. Yeah. In Shinsuke's defense, like, it's not a good feud. Like, no. j- these are two guys. Uh, gender- Shinsuke needs someone who can help him with this feud. And Jinder is, like, floundering. Right. <laughs> uh, so the only people succeeding in that are the Singh brothers. <laughs> but, um, yeah. yeah. I just think it stinks. Well, okay, so jog my memory here. Because they did the same thing three weeks in a row, right? So this is the one where he was, yeah. like, Actually, this is basically, the first time he's shown up, right? Okay, because it's all blending together in the same like, sw- like just pool it's gender of- every week coming out making fun of Shinsuke's face, yeah, and Shinsuke's accent. his accent, but but he's mainly focused on his face, right? He's mainly like the gag he's going for is like. He has no facial expressions because he is an Asian, right. And has like a weird face, like right. that. That's what I think he's going for. Yeah, which I was thinking about it is kind of cool because not cool, but the, in technical terms, this guy claims that everyone is super racist, and then he's 
he's the most racist, right? Which is kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he doesn't. Again, I've said that's really interesting. Gender can't pull it off, right? Right. So the only way to make gender work is to have him just be like a true yeah. monster. And they've sort of missed the boat already on Shinsuke because he's needed to have been this entire time someone who comes out, knees your face into another dimension, and then is done and leaves. But they haven't done that. Right. You know, they, they had him mixing it up with Ziggler going like 50-50 on the matches. And it's like, no, he should have come in if it's strong style, come in, beat people up, okay. and leave. You know what I mean? It's like they already missed the boat on him. Gender can't carry this. So, yeah, it's like a wash. Okay. I'm going to be even harsher. Okay. I think Shinsuke, his pants look like garbage. Mm-hmm. He comes out and literally it looks like he he he, he comes out in uh, uh, like garbage. They're garbage bags. They look like garbage bags. <laughs> they look like garbage bags. They're not firing at all. We've yeah. said it a million times. Never wear pants that are not form-fitting in right. wrestling. It doesn't look good. There's zero exceptions to the rule. Matt Hardy looks like crap. Uh, uh, yeah. Right? There's just no... It, all right. So that doesn't look good. He had tighter pants for a little bit. Right. That's it. Because he's super tall and lean. He has that like Anderson Silva like right. thing where I'm long. If you hide your legs, you can't see that. He's a mainly a leg attacker. Right. And on television, it like you can't see the, the difference between his legs, so the kicks don't look as cool. Right. The kicks don't look as high. You can't see his range of motion. It's just an obvious flaw. Yeah. Okay? Uh, yeah. Then... Uh, Gender can't get the crowd going. Why do they hate each like he, he hates each other because he's like just racist towards him? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's I mean as the far whole... as they thought. It's it's baffling. It's just bad. It's just yeah. it's like flat out bad. Yeah. There's not really much to say because it's just like, all right, well, that's just bad. And my thing is that Shinsuke can't captivate a crowd. Right. Because he can't speak the language. Right. And even what you're saying. That'll get old like fast. Like it'll right. work for a little bit. That's what I'm saying. Right. That needed to be the first thing they did as the launching point. Uh, after that, whatever. But like that, the, it, he needed to come out guns blazing, and right. they already missed that boat. Right. So my whole thing was like, hey, give him a thing that uh, get, uh, uh, you know I got ridiculed for it, but like he needs a mouthpiece. Right. And we should play into the fact that he is the two things that I know about him. I actually only know two things about him, really. He's Japanese. <laughs> right. And that he's not that interested in American culture. Right. That's what I've heard that, like, he, like, you know, like, when he met Vince, it wasn't that big of a deal. Right. He wasn't like, oh my God, Vince McMahon. Like, yeah. you know, he's got a lot of pride. Yeah. So play into that. Yeah. Have him just be, like, still a Japanese part of a Japanese culture, but he's, like, in this wrestling arena now just for the accolades yeah yeah yeah. and he's like can't be bothered right he hangs out with his crew they come out they like laugh at gender like oh, i don't know and then when you provoke him he attacks you and it, kill, it kills you yes like that's what you're saying yeah that part you need but it's it's only half the equation right you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and the half the equation is the problem with the indie scene right Kevin Owens is the exception to the rule right right he's a guy who can do it all that's why he's so good his wrestling is amazing, but more than anything, he's an incredible actor and storyteller. Yes. You know, um, God. All right. So, oh, so one thing I'm gonna say is that like Kevin Owens is amazing. Yeah. I've said it last week. We were talking about Kevin Owens' gear a lot. Now, look, one thing I, I looked closer at it. Okay, I don't really know. I, I do stick to my thing that I think 
Kevin Owens would look super cool in Roman Reigns' gear. Sure. A version of that. Yes. So we agreed. That would yeah, be yeah. cool. But that's not going to happen. When he wears the shorts, the shorts look cool. Right. Uh, that outfit looks good. I don't like the new shirt. I don't like that logo. It was bad. Yeah. I don't know why he's wearing that. It should either have no logo because right. he doesn't think about that, or it should be actual duct tape. Right. Remember he had the duct tape? Yeah, yeah, Like, have yeah. him just duct tape KO. It would look so cool if before he went out, you see him duct tape. Mm. Right? The duct tape was his best shirt. Right. The, the KO, even though it was printed on the shirt? Yeah. That would look something like that, where it's like, hey, I don't care about my gear. Right, yeah. Then it was like, oh, he actually, I would love that if you saw him in the back. Every time. Yeah. That, that it's like, okay, so he's sloppy, and you see the sloppiness. He doesn't mm-hmm. care about his outfit. Cool. But he could wear the cool dry fit shirt. Um... Again, the sweatpants look bad. When he wears the sweatpants, it's like, yeah, dude, they don't, they don't look good on anybody. Yeah, yeah, the 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 pants that that outfit I don't like. Now, anyway, they showed so many awesome clips of Kevin Owens in the package leading up to this match yeah. between Shane and uh, most of them were on Talking Smack. Yeah, why would they get rid of Talking Smack? Yeah, man, do you miss Talking Smack? I do. It was fucking awesome. Yeah, when now Renee's like doing nothing, nothing. almost. Yeah. Yeah, and I actually want to give a. I think um, Tom Phillips. Yeah, like, he's good. He's so good at like because he set up the 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 uh, the package. Like he, right. he introed the package, and it was just it was just something about it. Like he's just really good at selling the story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. With talking smack, I don't. Understand. Vince didn't like it, right? That was the whole rumor. I don't know. I, I think they were trying to cut costs and stuff, but right? Whatever. Like, uh, it was great. Yeah, <laughs> everyone, everyone knows that. Anyway, but also it, it also had some of the more classic moments. Miz, I haven't liked yeah. SmackDown as much. Miz, yeah, it's just it's so obvious. Yeah. Or if you don't want SmackDown, let's bring a version of of talking smack like into the show. Right. Incorporate that into the show. Yeah. But they don't want to do. Of, yeah. They don't want to do anything that that that's that loose. So there's no real answer except to bring it back. Right. Um, uh, but yeah, that kind of I I here's the one thing I like the way this this Shane story has been told super well. Yeah, I really like it. I just don't care about Shane wrestling. Right, right. and it does feel like right. It's like I've always heard that like if you get the matches with the McMahons, that means like you're like really in good favor with totally. them. Yeah, but then it's like that's like so inverted uh, storytelling because it's like that doesn't none of the fans really care about right. the McMahons. So it's almost like a rub. You're getting a rub, but it's. Like so inside, yeah. But like, also, it's a, it's again another waste of a match. Like, right? It's like AJ against Shane at Mania. It's right. like, okay, sure, Shane's a draw. I get it. I get that. But it's like, how many AJ matches do we have left at Mania? Right. And then it's like now Kevin Owens in a cell, and it's like, well, imagine what he could do against yeah. Shane's game. Well, this is gonna be a spot or- fest. This this match. I right. think it's going to be a lot of tables, a lot of jumping off of stuff, a lot of. Well, that's why he made it no holds. He made it fall count anywhere, right? Right, you're right. So, because he's. I mean, is he going to jump off the thing again? Of course he is. He's going to jump off of it. Uh, maybe Owens will jump off of it. Why would he do that not at Mania? Might as well just do it at Mania again. Yeah. I don't know. Especially, yeah, I don't know. But that's it. Like, Shane. I w- uh, Shane is so confusing to me because he has, like, a vibe of, like, he doesn't care that much right but then he puts himself in these like big matches and he's gonna take big risks so he must yeah i wonder if it's gonna be a thing where owens wins and like shane gets hurt and is now written off of the show to go do something else right you know uh 
Like, because that's why they would make it so extreme. So he's probably going to, like, hurt him and be like, you know, this is, you know, you don't belong here or whatever. Right, but wrestling Shane is so weird because he hasn't won any matches. So right. it's like there's no actual competi- like competitive element to right. it. So, and then he's not a heel right. where, like, Vince is a heel and would, like, bring out someone to beat up the other guy. Like, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it's like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, cool. Eh, I, I don't know. I'm excited to see it. Yeah, there's definitely a magnet. There's there's a magnetism to Shane. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just think it's like, it's yeah, it's just a little. Uh, it's it's just like well, it's not connect. It's not connected to any. Why would other why would story? Kevin Owens gender in the cell or like something? I don't know. I just right. like it. Also, is hurt. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, gender doesn't even. F- I forget he's the champion. Yeah. It's so funny. And I like yeah. that he's the champion. I still stick to the fact that I like he's the champion. Right. It just has to be like done in a way where we're acknowledging the fact that he's the champion hmm. because he's juiced up. Right. That's yeah. why he's the champion. He was a guy who was mediocre before. Then he went into the Captain America thing right. machine. Yeah. And then now that's why he wins. Yeah. You know what I mean? Who's injured right now? Uh, Samoa Joe. Uh, anybody else? Because I'm wondering if they're in like a holding pattern. Like it feels like. All this shit's happening because they can't go forward with other plans yet. Right. Like, I don't know. Like, why? Because it is, I've been thinking about this whole time since we just stopped talking about it, but the Shinsuke gender thing. Uh, like, Joe, is, Joe is hurt. Uh, Joe is hurt, and Lesnar's not around. Cass is hurt. And Cena's not Cena's around. Cena's not around. Yeah. And um, they have a lot of new, there's a lot of new talent. I mean, you yeah. got Rude. Yeah. We got Rude Ziggler, that match. Yeah. I'm excited for that, by the way. Me too, but it just stinks. You always know Ziggler's going to lose. Right. It's like, I'm not saying that you have to like what he's doing right now because people are complaining about it. Right. Um, uh, it's just like, he, lo- he you know Rude's going to win. Right. They're yeah, pushing no, Rude. Yeah, yeah. It's like, he's so not a threat at, right. at all. It stinks. But he seems to have a good attitude about it when he was on the show. So, hey, uh, I, I just wish... Yeah, you got to win some. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, I guess my point was just that, like, yeah, it definitely. It seems like if I think about it, the whole picture, it just seems like the, they're not. They're kind of in a holding pattern as they wait for other things to sort of develop. Well, also, it's just a weird time of year, right? Yeah. Um. Cool. So, do you? F- I feel like also. I feel like also stuff I read, people are agreeing with me about Shinsuke. Mm-hmm. You know, but. I feel like a lot of these people are phonies who were super into it from the start. Oh, uh, yeah. That's another thing that I think is, like, weird. Anyway, whatever. I talked enough about that today. I just feel like the IWC is kind of turning on him a little bit in the stuff that I read. Uh, um, yeah. We didn't talk about Bray Wyatt at all, but I don't really know. Bray Wyatt, is, he just breaks my heart every week. He's yeah. so talented. Yeah, I mean, they're going to do Sister Abigail. Like, he's going to come out and paint, Some I of the people are saying that Sister Abigail is going to be Paige. No. I'm like, there's no way. There's no possible way. Still completely undercut. No, it's gonna be like uh, just an alter ego for him, where he's possessed by her. If he dresses like a lady and he's that would be hilarious. That That would would be be awesome. It'd be like Psycho. Yeah, if he comes out in like a like a like a tattered like dress, like over his regular gear or something. Like I think that could look that could be cool. I think it could be cool. Yeah. The only thing you need to do with Bray is fully formed. The only thing you need to do with Bray is make him win. Yes. That's it. And then also not cave to 
people shitting on the House of Horrors match. Right. That match was cool. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. That was fucking yeah. cool. I would watch that again. Uh, I'm not saying that was a perfect match, but right. that concept is like, let's do more of that. Right. They bought a house. They bought, they literally bought a house, yeah. destroyed it, and then put it back on the market. Yeah. Like, I want, that's amazing. At three times the value. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I mean, I want I want Bray to be like, hey, you want my? If he was the champion, I've said it before. Bray is the champion, and he you can't find him. He's like, in, you have to. He's he's like in the boiler room, like mankind or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. I just yeah. Here's he's my so cool. Here's my pitch for the sister Abigail thing. So I th- and they're not going to do this because it would be too gruesome. Yeah, but he should come out not with like paint on his face. He should come out looking like he's wearing her skin. Like like a mask like, made of skin oh, all yeah. over his face yeah, yeah, with like yeah. her scalp over his hair and it just it's like so grotesque like he's wearing her her on him and then he like discards it when he goes to like fight or something that's my pitch on him I like that I I, I have faith that Bray can pull off really ridiculous things yes he, I think he's that good um yeah so um uh Finn Balor here's yeah. a small thing he comes out and he just goes like this. Is Balor Club? Yeah. What does that mean? This I guess just like his fans. <laughs> when he gets in the ring, now it's the Balor Club. Like well, this I, is- I think he's saying that the, <laughs> the people there are like this. This here is Balor Club. <laughs> All of you, yeah. I'm not a Finn Balor guy. I yeah. He needs to be with the club. Like, they need to f- stop fucking around. Hey, Tisweet. Yeah, Tisweet. Tisweet. <laughs> I just, I, I, I just, I like his wrestling. I thought, again, his match with my guy, Reigns. Yeah. Was dope. By the way, Reigns and Miz had an awesome match. Yes. I really dug it. Um, <laughs> Reigns has only good matches. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Finn is like, he's, again, I'm just I'm I mean I I see I see uh, he's uh, I don't want to be too negative I'm not being negative on Finn he's clearly a talent right. I get it it's just not my guy yeah well I mean it's the thing is like some of these guys are jocks and yeah. haven't had to develop a personality yeah and so when Stone Cold says you know the best gimmicks are the ones that are turned up to eleven your personality turned up to eleven if you don't have a personality to turn up to eleven. You're dead in the water, right? In a lot of respects. So, do you think that like Seth Rollins doesn't work as a face because he's not actually a good dude? I think he's probably a, a, a pleasant person, but I think he's because I've known he's like a he's into like metal. He's like a metalhead, right? Yeah. And I've known a dozen Seth Rollinses, right? And it's just they're 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 cool dudes. They're not the brightest bulbs, <laughs> uh, and they're there to mosh and they're there to have a good time. And right. and, and, and he's a scene kid. That's what he is. And so he like <laughs> yeah. he doesn't have the the he never had to develop a personality beyond that persona. So he doesn't have anything to turn up to eleven. And he's probably really? a little but how weaselly. How come he works so much as a heel? Because he's probably like a weaselly like not a bad guy, but he it's you know, he those guys, those scene guys, he has the obtuse hair and the tight, the skinny jeans, and he's dancing at the hardcore shows. I know I'm, those I'm guys. I'm too Jewish to know what you're talking about, but I, I the scene, I mean, I, I, I believe you. Yeah. I believe you because I've seen him rocking out on Instagram at a show. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Um, I was more of a Dave Matthews guy, but um, uh, <laughs> it's crazy. I'm thinking, just knowing that the world <laughs> is round. I'm here and 
and I'm dancing on the clouds. Am I right side up? All right. Anyway, let's. Can we cut that out, Zig? No. All the right, best part no. was that you had your eyes closed, so you couldn't see me and Zig being like, oh, brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother. See, man? See, wait, so what would my, if I became a wrestler, what would I be? Uh, what would I work as, a healer face? You would- Be uh, honest. Uh, I think everybody works as a heel. <laughs> That's a nice way to cover it up. Uh, I mean, I think you'd be a heel. Because I think, like, what's interesting is you. I think when you get on those angry tears about <laughs> who somebody is, I love you, dissect somebody. Like, Yo, you're a scene kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to pull up a picture of a scene kid so you can just see what I'm talking about. Yeah. I mean, like, he's just one of these. He's just one of these people. He's one of these, like, emo. Emo scene kids. That what you accuse me of, of being. Like? Yes, <laughs> they're the same. Like they're the same. All right. But anyway, anyway my point, right. yeah, you don't have. They don't have a personality that like. He's we just got it. Guy. We got to wrap up for time. Yeah. We got to wrap up for time. And we got one more. Uh, uh, wait, actually, one thing. I just, do you remember this? Guys, let's put, put this in perspective. These are huge men. <laughs> you remember that? What yeah. a moment. Yeah. Um, no, uh, we got one more cash in. Let's play this cash in and cool. round it out. Yeah. What? Oh, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I don't know. Guess who's back? That's right, gentlemen. It's the Shogun of No Fun, the Conquistador of the Passion, and the Ayatollah of Audio Quality. It's Jerk Mills, baby. Oh my God. Is Fozzy? I know. I've been gone a few weeks. I know. <laughs> I think don't it was worry. Fozzie. I've been keeping tags on my favorite little rinky-dink podcast operation, Dan. Newman, Zig, how have you been? Doesn't matter. I don't care. What he I cares. do care about he cares. is... This guy fucking loves Specifically, me. the largest and smallest men in the WWE. I'm talking about Braun Strowman and Enzo Amore. Now, full disclosure, it's 10.15 on Monday morning. <laughs> <laughs> Where did they get the idea we care what time it is? I was halfway between my parfait and my mimosa when I figured I'd make my return to the airways and talk a little wrestling. Obviously, I haven't seen... What happened on Monday night, and quite frankly, I don't have time for 205 Live, so take what I have to say with just a single grain of the most kosher salt that any rabbi has ever laid eyes on. Now, concerning the Rasselmans, he wrote that. I could not agree more with the booking of Brown and Enzo and fan. So you can say what you want about the finishes of the matches and all that, but the decision to put the belt on Enzo and yeah. keep it off Strowman was the best possible decision. Braun is super over. There's no denying that. Braun is so over that he doesn't need the belt. He doesn't need the title to make him feel like a big deal. He it's true. It's a good point. A Brock yeah. Lesnar, Undertaker, Rock level of over where he's getting the reactions without even ever touching the title. And no, no, I'm not comparing him to Lesnar, Undertaker, or The Rock. I didn't obviously. say you were. <laughs> I'm simply using them as examples of guys who don't need titles to be over, just like Braun. There's no question that Braun will be a world champion somewhere down the line, but he doesn't need it right now. He's still a monster, and the crowd still reacts to him. So stop screaming for a Braun title run just because he's the flavor of the month. He'll get one. I didn't do that. Calm down. Now, as far as Enzo is concerned, this was the best possible time to put the belt on. He's new to the division. <laughs> we agree on everything. He's by yeah. far the worst worker in the division, and he's super annoying. If you Don't were to create work. a top heel champion in a division of amazing workers, are those not the three things that you'd want? The crowd already resents we need to wrap it up. jumping out of all <laughs> sound effect just to play them off. Tired Plus, he cheats to win a title yeah. from a fan favorite who is doing by far the best work of his career. 
you couldn't write I mean, we already said, this is all the shit we already said. Which yeah. is what they did. All right, look, you, you know what? I, 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 hate, I, I was not against censorship, but yeah. this is too long. We said the one minute. Did we not say one minute? One minute. We yeah. said one minute, and he knows better. He's not a guy. I would give him the benefit of that if he didn't know. You know what? Jerk mills. You just got jabroni. <laughs> Listen, you're gonna get jabronied if you go too far. Look, Can uh, we make the jabroni sound just like a boing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You just got jabronied. Yeah. <laughs> Look, all right, fucking call me a phony, whatever. Call this my heel turn, but like these can't be. This is you can't go longer than like a minute because I don't want it longer than a minute. Yeah. Okay. I think uh, you need to. Good points. Take a page from Aaron Finnerty's book. And come in hot and make your point and get out. You know, just to grind this jerk's point, I'm going to go back to Erin Finnerty's. <laughs> I'm going to comment on hers. And I just want to say, she said that, uh, like, uh, uh, she was saying, like, chubby your man or sexy. You know uh, what I mean? Statistically, according to some polls. GQ. Yeah. GQ I get it. I, 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 if I'm a chick, I, I don't. I, I think it's weird to date one of these guys. If, right. if a guy, not only forget about the the way those guys look, the real shredded dude, like a Jason Jordan type or whatever. Right. Like the the lifestyle to maintain that yeah. is such a selfish, self centered existence. Oh yeah, that like to be you better both be like fitness models right. to be in those relationships. Yeah, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you got to yeah. be Triple H in China God. if you want to make that work. Because Could you imagine? imagine if your boyfriend is like? <laughs> and by the way, this was me in college, so yeah. I wouldn't have done that. But like just carrying around like chicken, right? You know what I mean? Meal, it's just like prepped meals. Yeah, I mean, could you imagine though that like a couple, like a fitness? That's why Reigns is a good father. <laughs> you know, Reigns is a good father because he's got a sloppy midriff. Does he have kids? Yeah, Mid oh. he has a daughter. Oh, nice. Yeah. I think uh, good for him. He's a dad. Uh, I think. Could you imagine though, like a fitness couple's conversations, like what they like, like a oh, babe? How your yeah, you got a gym? How your macros doing today, baby? <laughs> you How's your gains this week? <laughs> yeah, what was your gains? I imagine they probably had the most obnoxious Instagram. Just a lot of you know they gym do. selfies. A lot of inspiration. They probably have like a, a couple's like inspirational account. Uh, anyway, yeah. all right. Anyway, we gotta wrap it up. You gotta listen, to no, try to keep these to one minute. I haven't listen. I've been playing ones that are even two minutes long. That one was like five minutes long. I've been even playing ones that are one thirty. You know, we we've been lenient. We've been lenient, but I mean, we gotta draw the line. The rules are the rules. <laughs> I like the rules. Let's bring, uh, we didn't even make predictions on the card. It's too fucking bad. We're not doing it. No. We're not doing we it. We got a special guest we got to get to. Oh, yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and we got, uh, uh, and we're going to introduce our new segment. Remember we got shit from the get Jim Gaffigan caller? Yeah. Said, hey, you got to have more comedians on the show. Look, we're going to introduce a new segment on the show called Casual Corner, where casual fans and comedians, uh, who were fans in the past They're going to share A memory in their favorite moment We'll dissect it And we'll also try to convince them To like wrestling now Sounds cool. great Yeah um, uh, Well you know, not, we're not, you know We're not going to convince them that much Fuck them If yeah. you don't like wrestling You know I'll leave yeah. that to Pearl Stein If you want to jabroni yourself Go yeah, for yeah, it Yeah 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 But hey This is a hilarious dude Ben Axelrad Who is sharing with us His memory of being at Wrestlemania 3 Wow I was two, uh, year, I was two host, years old. Yeah, check it out. He's got a host of a podcast, Definitely Dying. I'm going to be on that next week on the UCB Podcast Network. Enjoy, Ben. All right, Jabroniacs. Welcome to the first ever Casual Corner where we bring in people from the comedy world who don't, who unfortunately have fell off 
on their wrestling uh, watching. And we want to bring them in because they used to watch. And we want to talk about some of their favorite moments, see if we can bring them back in the fold. Right, Newman? That's right. Get them back uh, into the, the center of all love. Okay, and, all right, uh, cut the shit. Okay, <laughs> cut the shit. Do we have my soundboard going? Okay. Anyway, so we have an awesome guest today, host of uh, another podcast on this network, on the UCB Comedy Network, definitely dying, Mr. Ben Axelrod. What up, dude? What's up, man? Thank you for having me. Uh, your podcast is awesome. Thank you. So is yours. I haven't been on it yet, which is soon. bullshit. Soon. Soon. I mean, I'm one of the most neurotic Jews <laughs> you ever met. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm up there with you. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, we're, we're going to have you on soon. I think we even have a, a date in the books, do, yeah, don't we? Yeah, it's in the books. Nice. That's yeah. why I said it. Yeah. <laughs> it was a work. That was a work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a wrestling work. <laughs> Look, I'm a real mark on the, for, the, for the podcast industry. Uh, um, yeah, no, I, uh, I'm actually, uh, I'm excited to talk about my wrestling memory. Yeah. But I'm also excited to see if you guys can uh, get me back in the fold. If you can, if you can, if you can, if if you guys will find me in the squared circle sometime soon, well, and then I'll come say, back on to insult somebody else in the casual <laughs> corner. Get out of the corner, bitch. That is what the the casual corner is all about. Uh, we saw Curb this week. It's about foisting. Yeah, it's yeah. about. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's all about. Yeah, I, want to, I want to be foisted. I'm gonna convince you <laughs> yeah. to punk the next yeah. person that comes in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but also, it sounds like you want me to convince you to become a wrestler. Yeah, I want you to. I want to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be on tough enough. <laughs> uh, well, all right, we're going to get into your wrestling memory because uh -huh. the thing you told me was super awesome. But I want to properly plug your yes. show Thank on you. this network. We want to grow this network. Okay, we want this. We want to. We want the blood to rush into this network's <laughs> yeah. uh, penis. That's what I want uh, to. <laughs> let's get this, let's make this a hard network. But I, I think uh, <laughs> a turgid, a turgid <laughs> network. Yeah, right? Look, when you don't yeah. have a good metaphor, you go for the juvenile one. Right. <laughs> the UCB Comedy Network has been flaccid for too long, and it's time we do something about that. <laughs> That's right. Let's bone this thing. Yeah, Let's get some gas station dick pills. And <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, definitely dying. It's a you um, and Madeline Walter. Yes, Madeline Walter. And and, uh, and you and by the way, I, I've known her for like three, four years. Yeah. Always get nervous to say her name because I think I'm going to say Madeline. Oh, okay. It's most people get nervous because they they think they're going to add an S to Walter. Uh, Did I Walter. do that? No, I you didn't. No, that. You, you nailed She's it. She's one of my favorites. She's you nailed amazing. it. You nailed uh, every part of her name and her intro. Yeah, I, Madeline I, Walters here, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys are both hypochondriacs. Yes, yes. Um, I can see that just by your presence. I feel yeah. it by your presence. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of anxiety in the room. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of Jewish anxiety is, <laughs> yeah, yeah, is floating yeah. among us. And are you, you guys are like, you Jewish as well? I'm half. half okay, Jewish, nice. So, yeah. two, two and a half Jews. Yeah. Which half? <laughs> my dad's top or bottom. Yeah. Is it the, <laughs> is it the, the flaccid or the hard? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, it's fifty percent like cumulatively. So it's like this oh, nice. top of my head is Jewish, my chest is Jewish, my thighs are Jewish, my feet are Jewish. Anyway, listen, anyway. guys. Um, uh, uh, yeah. So all right, you told me something. It's I think I think this is pretty incredible. Mm -hmm. So the memory you want to talk about yes. is what. Uh, I was in attendance at WrestleMania three, which they say was like the boom of the WWF. Like that was like the that was when it hit its uh, its initial stride, and, and in particular, that was where uh, Hulk Hogan uh, wrestled Andre the, Giant, Andre the Giant, slammed Andre the Giant. Yeah. And I was speaking of marks. I was such the right age to be a mark for that thing. Well, that's like, my was, first yeah. question mm -hmm. right off the bat. Yeah. Is this WrestleMania 3? Yeah. How old were you then? I was nine. Nine. Uh, so, like, I understood, one, I understood. That's old. I didn't, well, okay, so I have a question for you guys, yeah. like, very, very, very quickly. Okay, because you it need was to a, relax. It was, a point okay. of, uh, <laughs> it was a point of anxiety for me as a child. When did you learn that wrestling was scripted? 
Oh, yes. Uh, yes. Now, what age were you? Because I learned Wait, very... Wait, what are you saying? Like, Wrestling script? <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, I'm not going to be able to get past this. Uh, I learned <laughs> at a very... Uh, at a very at a very advanced age and was humiliated. <laughs> wow. wow! Like I was told, like I was, I think I was freshman year of high school. I didn't realize that that this stuff wasn't all like very on the level. Right. Um, <laughs> but wow! At, but at age nine, I was like that perfect. Like I understood like friendship relatively well. And so when Andre betrayed Hulk, I was devastated. Like devastated. Wow! Like oh, wow. It, I couldn't and imagine were you that like anyone eight at the time. Yeah, like eight. Yeah, eight, 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 nine. Something right, like right, that. Right, yeah. Nine. So. Um, um, yeah, like uh, and and uh, uh, rest in peace, Bobby the Brain Heenan. He was yeah. involved in in that as well. Yeah, um, I mean, he was wearing a beautiful, beautiful. white tuxedo. <laughs> <So beautiful. good. laughs> Could not look more racist like by to today's think, standards, but <laughs> I like to think he was buried in that. I like it. I mean, yeah, definitely. Wait, okay. So I have a couple questions yes, right yes, off the please, bat. Please. I love this because yeah. I, I was worried that you're you're. You're you're not significantly older than me, but in terms of that age, yeah, yeah, yeah. your our age difference is significant. Like yeah. that's it's like we're six years age difference. Where so like I was three. Yeah, you were three, right? Yeah. So I don't have any memory of that at yeah. all. It wasn't devastating, for right? You. For you, you're nine, which is nine. already like, I mean, what is that? Like fifth grade? Uh, it was. Yeah, I went in fourth grade. Like fourth grade. Um, yeah, That's yeah. very like I remember yeah. everything from fourth mm -hmm. grade. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. I was so, two. Yeah. In eighty seven. In eighty seven. Okay. Yeah. So you were two. Yeah. So right. So it wouldn't have resonated the same with you guys. But like I had I had like we moved at we moved to like a new part of town mm -hmm. and I had to start going to a new school and right. I like lost my friends and then Hulk lost his friend oh. and like <laughs> it really like come to think of it, I was <laughs> kind of a little sissy. <laughs> but, <laughs> but at the time it was like uh, it was like my it was it didn't occur to me because I didn't know that this stuff was all like being you know constructed behind right. the scenes that like uh, that anything was happening besides like one friend had betrayed another friend right and you know now uh, having having you know been an adult person for all these years <laughs> yeah. uh, you know I was like so on the side of Hulk Hogan now a person who's like Andre the Giant from everything that I've read was like uh, just a saint like he was a gem. I don't necessarily get the same impression. Well, yeah, the Andre thing, that, yeah. the documentary they're working on that's going to yeah, come out, yeah. I'm very interested Me to too. see it because Andre is one of these guys who um, I've heard both sides oh, really? of Andre. Now, most most piece, pe uh, most wrestlers, uh, they 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 say he's like the nicest guy yeah, in yeah. the world. Yeah, uh, but then they'll be like, yeah, he's the best, he's the best. But then they'll also say things like, oh. He would never talk to fans. <laughs> okay. um, that like he would just ignore fans. Yeah. He also like if he he got like a bunch of wrestlers fired at one point. Whoa, okay. Like, yeah. 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 So, but I think also the one thing that they always describe is that like he could not live a normal existence because people yeah. wouldn't let him. Yeah. He had no. that classic like Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. where it's like he couldn't walk through an airport. They said he. I, I Hogan was saying that he couldn't fit in the bathrooms in the airplanes. Yeah. So he would sure. Fly to like Japan and he would have to not go to the bathroom. Jesus yeah. Christ. Or like pee from outside of the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean me too, but yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you know that's that's all that's I mean, all you're size. A big dude and, also. That's just one area of size that refers to Oh yeah, to you're a massive dong. I know about that. That's my that's my name in the squared circle. Yeah, yeah. massive dong. Massive dong. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so 9 years old, nine. I knew wrestling was fake. At I nine. Think, I think Did at you? 9 about that, yeah. yeah. But I grew up in a household that was well, first off, 
well, we're Jews and like we didn't have the Santa Claus thing. Right, right. So right. I th- I actually do think Jews <laughs> are like tell you what's fake and stuff yeah. like real early when as did, like a, as like a fuck you to the fact that you can't have Christmas. Yeah. yeah. When did when did Vince do the whole like this is entertainment thing? That was, was that, that was later. So that might have been that. I, yeah. Obviously, yeah. Because yeah. like, I remember I I figured it out a couple years. Maybe a year like before that happened, I think. Okay. The weird thing is that we we always like for you to I never had a conscious time that I watched wrestling where I didn't suspect it was fake. Right. We had conversations like one of my friends was like, hey, my dad said it's fake. And then I'd be like, nah, I mm. can't be. And it was like, eh, it's fake. Like, but that's real. We used to be like, that match was real. Yeah, yeah. Like, that one was fake, but that one was real. Because we we knew it was fake, but we desperately wanted it yeah. to be real. Right. Uh, it just never occurred to me. Like, it never occurred to me that anything wasn't on the uh, Really nothing occurred to uh, me. Above like, board. Yeah. It just, it was, <laughs> and yeah. And, and I think every time I learned that something is fake it it yeah. devastates me on that same sure, like, sure, with, sure. yeah that that same capacity like uh yeah, yeah. but yeah so i, I didn't know uh like all, like, all your friendships yeah all my friendships yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, i had like an interesting thing because like i would i grew up watching ecw uh like in the mid 90s he's philly trash so and, <laughs> fully fully philly trash uh and so like we would go like my stepdad would take me to like the rockefeller he's got a stepdad fucking, so yeah. and, and like tommy dreamer like and i'm like it's fake but like tommy dreamer's getting power bombed through like 17 yeah. tables yeah. Like, i don't know how you fake that mm-hmm. no because ecw was not fake yeah. right yeah. yeah the only thing fake about ecw was the pin everything about it was real as yeah, there's like, a lot of very most real Wrestling right now is that is just that like yeah, the yeah. only thing fake is yeah. the pin, but especially indie wrestling. Right, it's just <laughs> indie wrestling is just like uh, stunts without uh, without the uh, panic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. right, like it, yeah. yeah. That's why I, that's why I say scripted because I mean it's these people these people are doing insane real things to right. each other. There's no absolutely no question. I just always assumed that the victory was real. Right. <laughs> you got to come to our, yeah, yeah. Uh, our live show. Okay. We our live show. Uh, uh, I don't have the next date yet, but it's we say it's the only comedy show that has the headliner is a professional wrestling <laughs> match. We did the last one at UCB. Yeah. But when you see those guys wrestle not in a ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You really are like, dude, this is too violent almost to watch. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, yeah. There's something about it. It's a fucking hardcore. Yeah, when you see like a six foot five, 300 pound man mm-hmm. grab, an- like, grab another 250 pound man and lift him above its head, you're like, this is not right. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's so dangerous. As a matter of fact, I got rocked with the chair <laughs> super hard. Anyway, okay, oh, so yeah. you're not, so I never had that, but you had mm-hmm. a naivete about you yeah, uh, yeah. that I did not ever have. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> keep in mind, I'm wearing a Roman Reigns vest. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't see it coming. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, the rain sound effect didn't work. No, yeah. Sound effect didn't work. Uh, anyway, okay. So you. So you. So this is in Atlantic City, correct? Uh, the WrestleMania three. Right. No, it's in uh, Detroit, Michigan. Or Ooh, wow. Pontiac, oh, it's in Michigan. Why did Pontiac, they Michigan. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the silver. Well, the Superdome. The Silverdome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The sil- Yeah. Silverdome. Pontiac Silverdome. Why do I think it was Atlantic City? Mm, I don't know. Oh, is I think the next one is. I think when the. the Four. Four? Is it, anyway, I don't know. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm not a, right. I've always it's said I'm a wrestling right. fan, not a historian. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, so you, I'm just a historian. Are you from yeah. Michigan? <laughs> yes. Okay, yeah. so you're from Michigan. Mm-hmm. So it's like the big show to town. Is everyone going to it? Uh, well, I was I was too young to know if everyone. But I mean, literally, well, there were ninety. With? I went with my dad and my brother, and I think maybe uh, my dad's some family friends. I mean, it was, uh, right. This is pre Kid Rock. Yes. This so is, this well, is, yes, this definitely pre Kid Rock. Um, <laughs> most most people that had at the time, most people that had ever attended an indoor 
sporting event of any sort, like right. 93,000. I think WrestleMania itself beat it, like a, the one at, maybe at, in Dallas. The one in Dallas I was at, 32 yeah, so you, was okay. like 100. It was yeah. 101. Yeah. And then the, I think it since insane. the Pope The Rock has, announced it with a, with a fire <laughs> blast. <laughs> yeah, so that one topped us, and then the Pope topped The Rock. Uh, but that oh, wasn't a sporting event, right, obviously. Right, right. But yeah, so um, yeah, at the time it was just, I mean, utterly massive. And cause I went back and watched it on YouTube you know, a day or so ago, and one, it's not a good wrestling match. It's it's a yeah, it's kind of it's uh, yeah. very unfortunate. Uh, if if this was the first time you ever saw wrestling, you probably would not go back. It was <laughs> very, uh, that was, I mean, that had to be the thing. Was like if you knew if you wrestled Andre the Giant, you couldn't have liked him that much, right? I mean, he was a literally a giant who was yeah. falling on well, you. Well, that's you know? a, that's another weird thing you bring up about Andre. Again, I want to see this documentary. But yeah, yeah. The interesting thing is that's another thing where all the wrestlers who wrestle him say how good he was at wrestling. And I never saw it, but that, keep in mind, I think WrestleMania 3 is already after he's, like, back surgery. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, so, like, yeah. So I think he, that's, like, post his surgery. Right. Again, I need to see this doc, yes, but I'm very doc, yeah. excited to see it. But I think he's already way on the decline. Really on the decline. This was basically, I mean, he was just and he was putting like, over Hogan. coming up. Yeah. Like, right. that was exactly that's it. That's why like, Hogan he went was, over. Exactly. It was his, it, and that was a, it was a very noble move on his part. He had never been defeated at, in any wrestling match up to that point, and he let... He let Hogan become, like, the yeah. face of wrestling. But, you know, you go and watch, like, I watched some of the other matches that night, and you watch, like, uh, uh, like Adrian Adonis or adorable right. Adrian Adonis or whatever, who is just, like, a, a horrible-looking specimen, like, in, in his tights. <laughs> yeah. But, man, nimble, very nimble man. Right. Andre was not a nimble man. And maybe at some point he was, but in this match it well, was just Well, if you look at like, the evolution of the big man, yeah. you have Andre— and then you have Big Show, who Big Show makes Andre look like he can't do anything. Yeah, yeah. And now you have Braun Strowman, who's like incredible. Yeah. yeah. Dude, you haven't seen this guy yet. Massive. No, I gotta see this guy. And he's, he's amazing. Anyway, okay. Well, he's not as big as either of them, but no. height wise, but, mm. but he reads big. Three, like, he's 385. Yeah, he okay. reads like that. Anyway, so, all right. But so we, so you when you you don't remember how big of an event it wasn't like like I, I'm thinking about the the thing I'm really interested in is like a kid a nine year old kid and these guys are yes. coming to town yeah. the lead up to that is everyone so like excited. I got tickets you have tickets I'm going to see because this is, this was we can't this match was as big as it gets yeah big as big as it got so I didn't necessarily know I don't think other people I knew like from fourth grade were going but it was because I was I was that age where it was like you know you don't really know the calendar you were like dad like how long is it now until Wrestlemania like the right. countdown from the moment we got those tickets until we arrived it was like I don't I don't have like a distinct memory of it, other than to say that in general, it was the most excited I think I've ever been to do anything yes. up to at least age nine. And then right. probably between, and I don't even mean this in jest, probably between age nine and then like having sex for the first time, probably right. still the most right. excited I Last was week. to do anything. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right before this. Guys, we got to... Zig, put on a pot of coffee. We got to talk about my first time. <laughs> oh, my God. I would like to get into that. But uh, um, uh, did you talk about the uh, seeing Hogan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and my, my favorite was Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Yeah, and yeah, he was yeah. fighting uh, Macho Man Macho Randy Man, Savage. Yeah. That, and that was like a real like feud. The best, that's, that's still known as a, like yeah. a classic match. So, all right. So you, uh, do you remember like sitting in the arena? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm very far away, and I was nine. So, like... Right, it, I might as well have been like, I might as well have been in Atlantic City. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Did they have screens then? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, but really, like, um, 
I mean, you could see the thing because, uh, you know, wrestling rings aren't like huge and like they really had like this spotlight pointed down on it. And really the thing was like more than even the visual of it, like every time, like they say this was like the first time that Andre had ever been knocked off of his feet. Yeah. And it really was like audible, like yeah. when he landed and like just, you know, like I think that's the thing that people don't necessarily realize. Well, um, they they couldn't pick up, they couldn't, they didn't mic the crowd in a way that I like. Whenever I yeah. watch that match, I'm like, I want to hear the crowd better. You can barely hear Hogan's music playing. Right. Uh, it's like these small things that, that yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's we were like too spaced out was the problem. Right. I think that's why like they don't, I've been to other events in like basketball arenas and it just goes better than in a football stadium. Like it's better, like you're saying, like you really want to hear, like would you want to hear more than anything is like Hulk lying on top of Andre and an entire crowd being like one two right. three and then it erupts and it really was that and I don't know that like I mean I've been at I've been at a I was at the World Series when the Detroit Tigers like won the World Series and I've heard that eruption right. and I've been like I was at an event at the uh, Palace of Auburn Hills where the Pistons play right. that was an, a, an, a, an actual riot, what was referred to as malice at the palace. I was in attendance <laughs> right. at that. None of it compares in volume to one, two, three. It's like a Pearl Jam concert. Right, but there. that's, like, that's yeah. what's fucking amazing about wrestling is that yeah. wrestling only exists for pop. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Like it. Whereas everything is like, oh, it's about the music. And then if you get the reaction, oh, we have some nights where that wrestling is actively trying to create yeah. moments always, mm -hmm. which is like, no, you don't do that. No. You, you yeah. know, you're right. Like, so moments happen. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. That like, like things that like pop in my head, like remember like Green Day had that like mudslide at, at Woodstock or whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. They were yeah. like, yo, it's going to rain that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wrestling would be like, yo, we got to have a mud pit. Yeah. We got to get, we yeah. got to set up the mud pit. Yeah. It's like because maybe we'll yeah, we gotta like set it up twice so that we can test it one time exactly. and then show it to a crowd. Like yeah, yeah. no one hundred percent. Yeah. Um. So okay. So um. Uh, so you you just mentioned what my next question was oh, going to okay. be. So I'm sorry. Which was no, no. I don't mean to cut you off. But I mean, so you you knocked the match. You said it's a bad match. It's not a great I, match. I, yeah. I, I mean, in a way, I agree. In a way, I disagree. Because one of the things about the match that's amazing is that talk about real versus fake. It has like a real feel to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's no so like when Andre the when Hogan knocks him off his feet the first time. Yeah, Andre falls in a way that looks so natural. So natural. Yeah. He he falls in a way like you don't expect it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so audible. Yeah, he kind of falls. It's not clean at all. You don't really see like sloppy falls anymore. Right. Because that makes right. you look like a sloppy wrestler. Yeah. Right now, it's all about like having ring IQ and like all that shit. Totally. When he hits that mat, you're like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if he's gonna get up. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Now, big man, big man have the problem now where like they get beat once and then their careers like basically mid card for the rest of the time. Like Kane, yeah, right. they lose all their threat. Right. Yeah. But it's amazing that to see Andre like that is like basically his demise. Yeah. Yeah, and and it. I mean, it seemed like he 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 chose it for himself. I mean, I guess I don't know. It was interesting, like because uh, similar to you, like especially since I moved to L.A., like no yeah. historical sense of any of this. Like uh, it wasn't the end for him, right? Like it was the end. I believe yeah. WrestleMania three was the very end for Rowdy Rowdy, Rowdy Piper. I think that was like his yeah, swan song. Yeah, but I think Andre he like four. stuck the around. Event, he he was the main event of four too, right? Yeah, Hogan. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he just they stayed did it again. Yeah, he stayed a heel for. And that was his first heel turn, right? Like that right. was how he yeah. turned heel, right? No, 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 totally. I don't I just mean that like oh. it's not over for right, him, right, right. but it's but you that, know, he's, that was what was interesting this guy's to me. going over him, you know. Like one thing they say in all these everything I read about Andre is that like he 
if if he wanted to win, he would win. Right. Like yeah. if he if he was a jerk and said I won't wrestle, he was such a big star that like if he was like I won't, sh-, that he would win. He would yeah. keep winning. Like he would right. But he would let. He was like, oh, he was gracious in that way. Mm-hmm. That is like permeated the culture throughout. Now, like even yeah. now, you see a guy like Triple H who's always jobbing. Like, right, you know, right, yeah. Whatever he owns the company now, so it doesn't count. Yeah. But yeah, but he has. For the, I mean, even back to the days when when I was so like fifteen years ago, I was definitely like a pretty big time fan, and it felt like he was that way then too. Like right. it's, it feels it feels like he is a guy who is 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 largely res- like it feels like he uh, is a martyr figure in. Um, in the history of wrestling, like he's one of the, you know, you got like your guys like The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin, who are obviously bigger stars, but you just have to have a Triple H. You have to have somebody to put these guys over. And like, it really does seem like, uh, sorry to get away from from no. the generation I set out to talk about, but um, but yeah, it, it really does feel like there are a couple of guys in the history of wrestling, like guys like you know even like a Bret Hart, for instance, like yeah. uh, guys that um, who's who were never going to get the recognition that they probably deserved, but uh, but the but what we know as wrestling, like in its popular you know current incarnation or whatever, is the is they're responsible for that took a long time to say i apologize no it was good do you uh yeah so i mean uh, well do you have any other memories from that moment like anything you remember that you want to share from being there i think it's kind of crazy that you yeah, were there i know um it's crazy like we, we it came up uh, very briefly in the last episode of definitely dying i think uh, really? zig said something about right. that it was basically like the forrest gump of sporting events that like <laughs> i have been at like a lot of like very major i haven't been at a ton of events but the ones that i've been at were huge right. like the wrestlemania malice at the palace the last you know game 5 of the world series when they won right. um all that kind of stuff um and then otherwise basically not in attendance at all. <laughs> <laughs> if i go something big happens um well one of the things uh, one of my takeaways from recent from going back and watching that uh that i always hated the manager so much like i hated uh, right. jimmy mouth of the south heart i hated bobby the brain heenan i hated mr fuji and then to go back and watch some of wrestlemania 3 yesterday or the day before whenever it was and to realize that like oh no like andre the giant has bobby the brain heenan because he's not good at speaking right. and bret hart cannot conduct an interview to yeah, save his life that, and that, so he has these so, actually i was like that's his i would be yeah. like that's his friend yeah like oh that's like that guy handles his money like you mm-hmm. know i i never that's thought, I thought like, too, this yeah. guy because he does no stick skills or yeah no mic skills and then once it like once that once that really like uh surfaced like i was like oh no i these managers are the heroes of the <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> i like love these guys now i like couldn't get enough like going back and watching like every time that like jimmy mouth of the south heart came out like i don't give a shit about honky tonk but i'm like following <laughs> i'm following jimmy around the ring like what's that little rascal going to do yeah, like yeah. who's going to hit with a megaphone now and, um yeah so that was one of my totally. takeaways was um okay so yeah. right and um and when you do you remember walking out and did you feel satisfied Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, I mean, from, yeah, I think if I went, I think I would be, I think I would be satisfied if I went now as well. Um, But in particular, yeah, I mean, not having realized that it wasn't the most, like, physically impressive match that I had seen. It was sort of, you know, it, it had kind of like a... Um, but the uh, slam, you don't remember the, sl- the slam. I remember the slam the for slam, sure. Like, was that, was, uh, what was that like, the slam? Like, I mean, it was just a like... Move that is not, is like... It wouldn't be a big if somebody slammed Big Show, you'd be like, "All right, yeah, yeah." But this was like fucking mm-hmm. unheard of. And I will say that like one of the, like that 
Hulk goes to slam Andre like in the first minute of the fight and he really sells a back injury. Like it really does look like I couldn't possibly lift this guy yeah. to save my life. And then at the end he pulls it off and it's like a super unimpressive slam. Like Andre does 90% of it. Like right. he basically leaps in the air and uh, and gets like sort of like half cradled into yeah. the slam. But when it happened, yeah, I mean it's just like it's one of those moments where and I'm, I know like you've had him at wrestling events. I'm sure you had him just in life where you're just like it happens and you're just like instantly out of your out of your yeah. chair. Like yeah. you cannot be seated any longer for that. Like if it was like a ch- if it was like church, you're like taking off your shoe and you're throwing it at the singer kind of thing. Like <laughs> right. it's just like you know, it's yeah, it's just a Bible kind of like yeah. rowdy church I moment. Know exactly it's like, what yes, 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 <laughs> yes. You know, and just like you don't even you don't have control over your uh, your reaction. Yeah. So like that uh, totally. So because here's why I don't want to get into the logistics of being sure. like that match is good at defending right, the right, match. Right, yeah, yeah. Because to me. I think the match is great, but I know what you mean. It's from a physical. Yeah, the, the thing, the like the storytelling of that match is fucking great. Exactly. It's just now it's tired now, and also now the wrestling is so more uh, so much more advanced. But if you rewatch it, like right away, Hogan gets the jump on him with the punches. Yeah, and you're yeah. Like, All right, this guy's more sprightly. You know, he's got. Uh, and then and then immediately uh, he goes to like slam him, and his back immediately yeah. sells the back. He's great. And like that's something at that age, I'd be like, he really hurt his back. Me too. Yeah, me too. I remember being like, he definitely hurt his back. He's hurt. And it's- my dad was in on it too. My dad used to always <laughs> think they hurt their back and stuff yeah. too. Well, it's also something that's kind of gone by the wayside a little bit with modern wrestling, where yeah. the selling of like an injury. It doesn't really follow through the whole match. Like it does in the ones that are like awesome. Yeah. Right. yeah but yeah. 90% of the time it kind of goes away and they're not mm-hmm. really selling it the rest of the time. You can't really yeah. you can't really sell at the pace that wrestle now. Right. Like right. Because right? like uh it's too dangerous to sell. Right. Like selling means you're not ready to cradle someone who's running at you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you're like, oh, I'm hurting, like you kind of have to always be ready. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, with the wrestling now is more acrobatic. No question. I mean, that's the thing is and 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 let me say that uh I think that Hulk versus Andre was an outstanding match no, in, right. in, in in sports entertainment. Just yeah, literally what you said that like um there's probably like 12 moves in the match. Like there isn't it is yeah. not like when the match right before it, I believe was um no, not right. Uh, yeah, there were a couple of matches that I went back and watched and it was like if you just wanna like, I remember, I remember at one point watching an exhibition match between Bret Hart and Chris Benoit. The yeah, the, Bret the Bret the Hitman Hart and Chris and uh, Chris yeah. the real Hitman. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I know. I was like, thank you for going there. Because it's your show. I didn't want to do it on your show, yeah, but I'm Chris, glad that the there. actual Hitman yeah, Benoit yeah, yeah. Redact- yeah, yeah. redacted. Yeah. Yeah, just, uh, <laughs> one of those two is an actual assassin. Yeah, one yeah. of the. Nobody hired him. Nobody hired him to do what he did. Yeah, we don't know uh, that. We don't know that. <laughs> the, only, the only witnesses are not with you us. You haven't read the boards. Yeah, you haven't read the boards. Oh man, this is the only podcast where we go there. I'm happy to be well, there. I would argue that that's not oh. as bad as some of this fucking shit, misogynistic stuff oh. that I've seen on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, yeah, what were you going to say? Something? Oh, just, uh, um, yeah, I mean, that, like, I've seen some matches yeah. that were just like, I don't think you could argue after watching some of these matches that it wasn't at least 
majority sport, you know? Yeah. Right. And this wasn't one of those matches. This was one of those matches that was pure entertainment. Right. But in terms of just pure entertainment, it doesn't really get any better than that. Like, I mean, there are certain, you know, you could argue certain moments with like, you know, the Rock and Stone Cold or, you know, various, there are very, basically what I'm saying is there are going to be some moments throughout wrestling history that were maybe on that level. Right. Um, but that was, but this match was the Michael Jordan of matches. It was the first one. Like after this, wrestling was massive, you know? And so everything was going to be competitive Compared, there wasn't anything to compare Andre versus Hulk to. It was you weren't going to compare it to like Killer Kowalski or like right. you know some of the, like the old timey wrestlers because wrestling wasn't. You weren't going to compare it to Vince's father's era of wrestling. Right. This was when it became Vince's WWF, and uh, um, so yeah. it did feel like historically significant to be there. Even then, like right. even as a nine year old boy, totally who had nothing but context for my. Well, life. I think sometimes you, I watch a moment. And like you, you know, our brains do this weird thing where we think that the present time is the most important time, and yeah. that like things in the past were shittier than they are right. now, mm -hmm. and they couldn't have had the magnitude that like. But when you watch something, Andre, like there's ninety thousand people yeah. here, and Andre Hogan, you're like, this crowd is popping. The only pop I can think of as big as this is when Rollins cashed in at thirty one, which you don't know about, but check him out. Okay, well, he, uh, 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 and maybe Daniel Bryan winning it. Like, I'm just saying. Even that, uh, yeah. what pop is like like that? I right. mean, it's definitely happened for me. For me, it was in. I remember this distinctly. It was uh, before I realized it was fake. So it was like '93. I think it happened when Lex Luger body slammed Yokozuna right. oh, on yeah, the yeah. aircraft carrier. Like he comes in on, an, on a helicopter and he just body slams him one shot. <laughs> yeah. So like that. That's like the first thing that pops to me. Where it's like, and it, you know, speaking of moments, how they make moments, how they. It's almost like they were like, okay, that was that generations thing now there's a new generation watching wrestling we have to have a buff guy yeah. body slam a big guy again to yeah. like it, it's yeah it's so derivative that yeah. it's like all right let's put it on an aircraft carrier right second beat uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the next one's gonna be in, in heaven <laughs> yeah. well that was the problem was that the next one that they went with after those just ended up being like pornography and i think that's right. when i sort of stopped watching like i remember wasn't there like a literal val venus like porno oh, wasn't yeah, there yeah, like yeah. a Hello, yeah, I think ladies. that was yeah, the Edge Sex <laughs> yeah. Show. They had like a. Well, so Zig, do you know about Val Venus? Yeah, it's funny enough because the, the moment that I realized that wrestling was fake was there was some storyline where Val Venus was tied up by like these some gang that worked for the show, and the camera came in and someone was going to cut his dick off. And right oh, when they, yeah, yeah, when yeah. they oh, were just yeah. bring it down and went to black, I was like, that <laughs> didn't really happen. Yeah, I still thought wrestling was real at that point, but I learned that <laughs> porno was fake. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, no the story in porno is real. But, uh, <laughs> no, I mean, why, you think they don't like pizza? Uh, it's a sport. They it's ordered sport. the pizza. They <laughs> fucked the guy. Yeah. All right, so. We well, don't see any plumbing problems? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he did. He hit the TV. It worked. Yeah. And then she fucked him. <laughs> Just like my first time. Yeah, yeah, so, guys, yeah. Zach, did you put on that coffee yet? Because I'm going to tell about the first time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Get the coffee up. <laughs> but you can't tell about your sex stories till the coffee's that's brewing, right, yeah. at least. Yeah. Anyway, that's uh, uh Jewish sex story hour. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so here now. Uh, all, right, so we, all right, all right. So that that was awesome to hear about. That. That's cool. Thank now uh, my question is, why the f did you stop watching wrestling? <laughs> What's the matter with you? Well, uh, we I, I said it was saying it was like it did feel like it was getting like super sexual. You didn't and like the attitude era. Well, what are you pious? Yeah, I'm pretty pious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um I talked to her with some of my church group, and uh, <laughs> they were like, "Get out of here, Jew." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, it uh, it it you know what, that's. 
uh, let's well, let's talk about it from that perspective because right, right, that right. is true. But I mean, the other thing is just you know life happens and like you miss yeah. one, you find yourself like saying this is appointment viewing and I'm never gonna miss an episode, and then right. you do miss an episode, and then somehow you miss two episodes, and then next thing you know, like you're just not watching anymore. But it really did sort of feel like. Um, it got popular past the point where, like, real f- it was being directed towards real fans for that little period. So yeah. it was called the Attitude Era. Is that what yeah, it's called? So I'm yeah. Saying, you weren't when, when Stone Cold was brewing and The Rock. You were not I, feeling it. No, I was, and then it jumped the shark. I felt like like the Val Venus stuff. Like by that point, like The Rock wasn't around that much. Stone Cold wasn't yeah, around yeah, yeah. that much. This was really the age when like when Triple when Triple H made his big push and really, in my opinion, kept the industry alive for a little while. It yeah. was right when ruthless aggression. Yes. <laughs> That's when I stopped watching. And, I think everyone stopped watching. Yeah, and, you know, like the WWE, I liked the feud between WWE and, uh, and WCW. Or w, yeah, w, WCW. Yeah, I liked the Monday Night Wars. And then they, they came together and it seemed like the product got a little watered down. And, yeah. But I would, but that's the thing is that, like, as you guys talk about new things, I realize I'd be more than game to get back in. So the interesting like, thing about wrestling is that right now, um, and 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 uh, we won't do this every time. I won't try to convince everyone to like wrestling. You should. You should. Wrestling is uh, wrestling is so fucking great right now. It is in this place where the, the talent level is so high, mm-hmm. and the actual wrestling, which I never cared about at all growing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. actual wrestling yeah, is yeah. amazing. And you get drawn into these matches, and you're like, you know. Um, and independent wrestling is super. It's, oh, really? it's okay. deep. There, there's so much talent. So. Um, so WWE is obviously still like the um, the um, the bell cow of this, right? Like that's like the that's right. where everyone goes. Is is ECW still a thing? No, it's not. A, it's not a thing. No, was WWE that WWE bought it? Okay, so it. so WWE bought all the major yeah uh, markets, and now yeah. Um, so what's an ind- what like who am I going to see in an independent? Am I going to see like the the wrestlers of the bygone era, or am I going to see up and comers? Yeah. Both. Okay. You can see both. You can see the motherfucking Bullet Club. Yeah. Bullet Club? Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Tell me about them. New Japan. Yeah. So New Japan. So Japan has like probably what the second biggest behind WWE. It's called New Japan Pro Wrestling. Oh, nice. And uh, yeah, so they have the, the Bullet Club, which is this stable that's uh, awesome. Like I don't know how to even describe them. Uh, yeah, yeah. But New Japan is fun because it feels like that like um, – like the era when Stone Cold and like The Rock were like the the way that the matches are set up and the way that they do things, it just it feels like a different product because okay. it is entirely where WWE is kind of for kids a little bit. Uh, this is for people who are a little bit more smart. To yeah, them. yeah. I mean, so what about the what about the Luchadores? Or uh, is there? Is oh well, yeah. There's well, there's Lucha Underground, which okay. is like a uh, it films in where where is it film? Bel- uh, fuck, what's it called? By downtown. Oh, local. Local, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's on Netflix. Uh, friend of the show, oh. John uh, John Hennigan, is okay. in it. Uh, and um, is there a Lucha thing on El Rey? On oh yeah, uh, that's that's Lucha Underground. I think. Oh, is right? Lucha Underground. Okay. Or yeah. yeah. Well, they're 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 figuring out what network. But anyway, we're gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you some cool clips. Please cool, yeah. Please cool do. stuff going on. Last thing I want to ask you, yes. and then you're off the hook. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I like this. Any, any what do you think you of this guy's outfit? I know this guy. This is. Oh wait, that's. <laughs> <laughs> that's what. Uh, um, that's what I'm wearing. <laughs> yeah. Well, don't judge it. No, don't I, judge it based uh, on the fact I might be wearing it ironically. You don't know. Uh, uh, what do you think of this guy's um, gear? I Not mean, his face. We all know he's a gorgeous face. Yeah, good, we all good, agree. Good guy. Yeah. Um, hunky, hunky dude. Yeah. 
What do I think of his just his outfit? Yeah, um, yeah. As a guy, you haven't watched wrestling in a long you're, time. Yeah. You're Joe. You're Joan Rivers. It's the E uh, red carpet. You're yeah. doing the fashion thing. What well, do you think? Actually, don't do that because <laughs> then you're judging the fashion. I want to know as like as, you Wait, can do I, that also. Just as like a dude who like is an old wrestling fan. Oh, okay. If you saw this guy, what would you think? Like if you're like this is my guy, and then you also after that judge it if you think it would look good on okay. a red carpet. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, okay. So. <laughs> I guess I would say as a wrestler, uh, it, it looks pretty good. I mean, it looks. It, I guess it, I wouldn't say it's the most functional outfit. Usually, it feels like it's an outfit that's maybe reserved for like a guy with like a little bit more of like my body type. Um, oh, like okay. you know, typically it seems like trying to hide something. Yeah, exactly. Like guys in this in in this guy's shape usually want to show it off. You know, right? Um, so does that bother you that he's wearing a shirt? Let's say this guy. If I let's say I was to tell you this is. This is the new Stone Cold Steve Austin. This is the new Hulk Roman Hogan. Reigns, this yeah. is the guy who's gonna be right. Uh, uh, would you, would that outfit bother you? The fact that he's trying to cover up. <laughs> it's a leading question. <laughs> well, no, you said objection. <laughs> objection. Yeah. No, and I mean, there's a wrong answer here. He, uh, <laughs> he looks like. I mean, he looks more like. He kind of has more of like a Street Fighter vibe yeah, than he does yeah, yeah. a. Uh, like uh, a wrestler vibe, but no, he he seems to fit the mold. I mean, he looks like a wrestler to me. He looks like a guy. I don't know that I would cheer for him because he's not he's not. Uh, for some reason, I only cheer for foreigners. I don't know why, but I, I do. I uh, you got it's got to be a snooker. It's got to be a, the land of Samoa. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, is he from Samoa? He is really well. I don't no, know. that's he's great. He's from Florida. But well, from Florida. Oh, yeah. <laughs> his blood is from yeah, yeah, Samoa. Oh, okay, Florida. okay. Yeah, yeah. He's like the he's like a, uh, the Rock. Uh, yeah, exactly. He's right. Fake related yeah. to him. Yeah. <laughs> he pretends to be related to him. <laughs> um, no, I like him better right. now that I hear he's Samoan. Um, yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. No, uh, it's right. I, and uh, uh, red red yeah, my I mean, red carpet review be. is uh, um, yeah. uh, he it looks like he's uh, insulting the academy. How dare he show up on the <laughs> for an award show wearing that outfit? Now, That's if you awesome. wore it. To the red carpet, or to record your podcast every week. Yes, and my podcast too. I hope you wear. Oh, I wear this to also, your podcast. When you show up for your pod, for our podcast, also uh, uh, bring the uh, fanny pack. I'm going to bring mine as well. <laughs> yeah, I'll bring I'm my a, fanny I'm a packer pack. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, that's awesome. Hey, Ben. Yeah. Thanks for coming in, man. Thank you for having Fucking, me. Um, remember, uh, uh, definitely dying definitely on the dying. UCB Podcast yeah. Network. When, when do the new episodes drop? Uh, Tuesdays, uh, every Tuesday, right? I yeah, was you give guys, a time. I see uh, Matt Walsh <laughs> of the UCB. Yeah, yeah. He was on the last episode. Yep. I'll be so, on there. Yep, Dan Black coming soon in October for uh, crossover month. Is that what it's called? Yeah, cross dressing month. Podcasting. Wish you guys could see me in my lady gear, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Um, but no, it's a. Uh, it was really fun to uh, to uh, come on this, and I am going to definitely give wrestling uh, another shot in this era. I'm going to keep you posted, and if I'm fully in, I'm going to ask to be invited back for the next casual corner to shame that person as well. As a matter of fact, you know what you can do. We yes. have a feature on the show called Cashing In, Cashing where in. you leave a voicemail. You yeah. watch wrestling, you leave a voicemail, and we'll play it on the show. Absolutely, I'll do uh, it. You, you know, I think you have a similar thing on your show. Mm -hmm. uh, you can, you, if you ever pop in, and watch something, and you yeah. cash, leave the voicemail. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean. I'll like, hey, I saw this Roman Reigns guy. I changed my mind. He's too fat under the vest. <laughs> Maybe you can finally have the correct opinion. I'm going to uh, point out everyone I think is too fat under the vest. Yeah, that, hey, that, very fine. Thank, Thank you, Ben. Thank hey, you. Uh, look, that's going to do it for this episode of uh, Comedians of Wrestling Podcast. Uh, hey, everybody. Oh, you know what? Fucking Nick Tulo. You guys know Terrible Tulo. Uh, this guy I knew in high school is just trolling my podcast uh he, he's complaining we didn't play his cash in from last week so put his cash in at the end of this episode okay okay i'll do that okay jesus i mean 
I feel I feel semi responsible for the state of Nick Tulo's mind. Yeah. Okay. Uh, not entirely, but somewhat. Broken Nick. Tu- I don't have a microphone. I can't <laughs> no, do no, it. No. Okay. Hey, uh, and remember, if you want to cash in, you call in. You leave a voicemail on three one six five three zero two four two nine three sixteen five three zero two four two nine. Hey, keep watching wrestling. Kisses. This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network. Thank you.